Have you seen this little guy? What? Um, this little fella. Have you seen him? Have you seen this little fella? This little fella? This little fella. (laughs) (laughs) He's got sunglasses on. That's great. Funny little character. (laughs) Straight up, right from the start. (laughs) Cold Ones reference off the bat. What up? Ham boys? Ham fam. What up, ham fam? It's uh, Paul and Owen back with another potty. It's your boy, Maddie Smokes. Hey, what up, YouTube? What is up? <laughs> what is up, YouTube? <laughs> it's your boy, Maddie, Maddie. fucking Smokes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hey guys, how we all doing? Welcome back to episode 5. Episode 5 of the Handboys Podcast. Yay! It's doing it again. We unfortunately have had to go back to uh, not being in the same room. Yeah. Owen's back in Warrnambool. I'm back at home. Back in Manny. You you didn't leave. I never left. But we're here and we're ready. To do another podcast. Yes. What do you think of that? Um, what do you think of this? Okay. Hey, that's pretty good. So, I put... I went into the bottle the other day. And I know I knew the cashier. Shout out to Nick. And he... Um, he informed me that I get a free can of, you know, Tinnies, the the brand... No, mm. yeah, Tinnies. 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 The Furfy for cheap boys. No, no, you're thinking of Frothies. Ah, no, that's... that's you're right, that's Frothies. Yeah. <laughs> also, just saying, Tinnies and Frothies, the best names for beer. Yeah. I'm going to go and Cuts grab a couple bit. of... Oi, bro, you want a Frothy? Yeah. Every yeah. time, you're going to say, yes, get a slab of Froths. Literally just says... And they're really good beers. They are good beers. The um, Premix King had a, you know, Premix King sell like beers that are about to die and, um, or beers that you're not supposed to sell any, like at full price anymore. And <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and they were selling them for 35 bucks a slab. Yeah. The frothies. That was beers good. that anyway. are illegal G Fuel. Yeah. G Fuel beer. Um, uh, anyway, I went to the Bottle and Nick's like, oh, because I bought a six pack of the beer I'm about to show you. But he said, oh, you get a free tinny. And I was like, oh, sweet, perfect. And I was like, I'll just use that for the podcast because it's a good beer and all that. Um, and then last night, because it was Julian's birthday, shout out to Julian, I uh, popped it in the freezer. So I, because it was, it was room oh, temperature, I was like, no. I'll pop it in the freezer and get it nice and cold so I can oh, have a few drinks no. with my brother. Uh, and then I forgot about it and I just kept drinking uh, the beer I'm, I'm about to show you. And... I was playing Apex before with Jakey Boy. Shout out to Jakey Boy. And um, I, su- I don't know what triggered in my mind, but we just finished. I was like, oh, yeah, see you, man. And jumped, like, hit, hang up on Discord. And for some reason, that just triggered something in my brain. And I went, <gasps> the beer! The beer! Oh, and, earlier. And, and I just ran to the freezer expecting to see, like, like a, a busted out exploded beer. But luckily, it was just frozen. So it's currently chilling at four degrees, not minus 20. Um, and instead I got defrosting of, at four degrees. <laughs> yeah. So now I've got the old favorite 
Cooper's Pale Ale. Very nice, very nice. It's a good beer. Give it a shake. No, don't shake it. Give it a nice roll. Mm. Yeah. So just quick shout out to Julian, Owen's little brother. Last night, he turned 20. Or yesterday, not last night, but last night, he ran a two DJ set. Good old DJ One Sock ran a two DJ set for everybody in the Discord, in his little group, um, which isn't so little. It's (laughs) fucking massive. There's heaps of people. And uh, we jumped on until about 2 a.m. in the morning. He was having a blast. Just had a good COVID lockdown DJ set, which was wild. It was actually awesome fun. Like, and it was you know, like fun. just playing games and listening to Julian's tunes and yeah, yeah. That's what's like. You know, you got to make the. This is. Uh, I guess we should probably say that also that we're recording this in Victoria's fifth lockdown. Mm. Yeah. Episode so, five, lockdown number five. <laughs> yeah. This is mumbo number five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It was, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, madness. But, um, yeah, this lockdown is. Anyway, doesn't matter. We got to we got to deal with it. We're coming <sighs> again and all that. That's all right. We were doing this over a uh, call anyway, so it worked out okay. Yeah, exactly. To be honest, not a lot of my life has changed. <laughs> like I uh, don't have my casual. I didn't do my casual work. I usually do on a Saturday for a bit of extra pocket money, mm. and uh, I didn't play soccer on Sunday. And apart from that, I would. Oh, actually, that's not true. I was supposed to go to Ballarat. And that obviously didn't happen, so maybe it did affect me. A little I'm bit. I'm just trying to repress it. Well, actually, I did get a personal message. Um, what was it? I got a personal message the other day. It was a couple of weeks ago now, after we started releasing podcasts, and people were just like, well, from um, Tess. She said, what do you guys do? You don't. No one knows what you guys do. How are you meant to review the podcast, like metal music or music in general? Um when like are you guys professional at it or something like that it was just like sort of a a, a random question then we spoke in person about it um and it was pretty much for me it was like oh cool maybe we should cover that in one of the podcasts like you know what do we actually do why is it that we're gonna we are doing this and just like a quick rundown hey what do you reckon? Yeah, we, we give a little bit of background in that episode zero. but Yeah, it's true, but I think we but, give a little bit of background in like the sense that like, we talk amongst jokes and old stories of stuff as to why we like music. But mm. Well, musically, yeah, we, I, we, we could I, definitely I, elaborate on it. Like, Do you mean like yeah. what we do professionally or what we I do? I think what we do professionally probably, well, I mean, should we say I mean, yeah yeah i'm a phd candidate at deacon i'm doing ecological research on black with abalone which has absolutely nothing to do with music (laughs) so this is why i don't know how relevant it really is yeah i know and that's why i was like maybe we should maybe we shouldn't talk about it but at the same time it you know i think that's also highlights that it's not this is a part of our life that we just i mean it is a bit of fun honestly and we're taking it 100% seriously. In fact, I haven't taken anything outside of my professional like career aspiration level stuff. I haven't taken anything this seriously in a long time. Except maybe Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, you're a bit of sweaty, aren't you? No, I wish I was a sweat, mate. That game's full of sweats. No, you're I, a sweaty I'm, boy. I'm a single bead of perspiration. You're a sweaty boy. sweat lords. Anyway. Uh, well, in, in that sense, I am a 
almost qualified barber. I've been barbering for about a year and I'm a little bit of an entrepreneur. I like to That's buy like businesses and I like to work in businesses. That's about it. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> nothing to do with nothing to do with you're, music. You're probably slightly more related to, to this because you can like this is a it's another little venture. Even if it's not a business venture, it's another yeah, little this isn't about being a business though. This was never it's, meant to be about no, that's right. making money for us, was it? It was just meant I mean, to be about geez. us doing this because this is we're what we do we're in the anyway. hole at the moment with this exactly but it right. doesn't bother us like it's it's like paying money for any hobby if i wasn't doing this i'd probably go and buy a new guitar or something and and that's a lot more expensive than a monthly subscription to squadcast <laughs> so and uh a couple of hours every week yeah but it's this is the thing like it's a hobby it's a bit of fun but we this is the thing we do this anyway hey yeah. either well, over snapchat is... or in the car on a drive or um, in person, like all those nights that we'd stay up listening to music, listening to different yes. songs and drinking scotch. Oh, man. Oh, ah. so good. Sipping yep, on exactly. whiskey and just, yeah, talking so smack. We just and we're doing that now for everybody else as well. <laughs> Digitizing it. That's it. That's, That's awesome. So, uh, all right. we probably well, won't want to take up too much time talking about that. So, maybe we should save more of those details for another time. And mm. should we get stuck into the review i will i think so. give some background on let's go and give a little bit a little bit of background all right so <clears throat> first thing maybe, up maybe is, we should give some background on the background yeah so first thing up is uh owen and i have done four episodes now or five no it's yeah four is, different episodes it, now and we've pretty much picked those albums just based on something that we were remotely comfortable with maybe something that was a little bit outside of the box when it came to like make them suffers album um However, we sort of done all of the, not all of the albums that we can both say we know. There's a couple more in there, but we want to save those for a later date. But we decided that we're going to uh, just uh, choose one album each, and then the other person would listen to it, and we do a review on it, and then vice versa. And that way, we would have some new music between the two of us as well. So mine's the first pick right now. This is the album that we're going to be talking about today. The band is called Awaken Providence. Um, Awaken Providence is a technical deathcore band. One of my favorite bands, I must say. They're top tier. Um, <laughs> they, uh, the band sort of consists of three members. It's technically four. I don't really understand how it all works because they're really, really hard to find any information on. Yeah. However, there is three founding members of the band. We've got DeAndre Tyre, who founding does guitar. Members. Founding members. So these guys who were in the start and are still in now. The OGs. Okay. Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Tyre. Not A Andre, DeAndre. Uh, he does guitars and cleans. Jordan Fellian does guitar as well. And Adam Mercer who does their vocals, which is their metal vocals. Now, I do know, and when you look at all the photos of them, there's four people in it. I don't know who the fourth one is. <laughs> I'm not really too sure. In fact, I'm going to have a quick look, because I looked it up before, and uh, one of them has gone to Lorna Shaw. And I'm curious as to if that's Adam Mercer. No, it's not. It I was, didn't think um, so. I can't remember his name now. William Ramos. Mm. William Ramos. Ramos. Yeah. Ramos. 
congratulations to our homie William Ramos landing his spot in Lorna Shaw. So, I was that one of their vocalists as well, I think? Yeah, he was a vocalist. So, yeah, because I, when I was trying to find some info on this... It's so uh, hard to find. Like, yeah, like most of the stuff I've been pretty lucky with, like they've been really comprehensive Wikipedia articles and, you know, mm. so I know it's Wikipedia, but it's, it, no, it's not bullshit basically. And then I also like, I guess to make them suffer one, I couldn't find a heap of information, but on like Wikipedia, but there was like more resources out there, like Reddit and shit like that. But for some reason, this album, which, you know, has a following, uh, a good band, following too. Yeah, this band it just didn't seem to have a lot of info out there, which is frustrating. So, William Ramos has some sort of connection to the band, whether he's a vocalist or not. I think he was a vocalist because I'm pretty sure. Well, did he he's do this album? Do... I don't. I don't know. That's what I don't no. know. I couldn't find anything on that. Anyway, I have the founding members. Whoever's in the band who made this album, awesome. Whoever did the drums, or if it was electronics, like if it was just all synth work and whatever, good job. Also. I'm drinking vodka and coke. Oh, right. I was going to... Yeah, you drink. Because Jeez, I'm out mate. of beer. Because I drank my last one yesterday. <laughs> vodka for and coke. Julian's birthday. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry. I'm bashing around the mic too. Book and Nile. Oh, that poor woman. Right. It's um, the butt yeah. of a joke. <laughs> yeah, the butt of a joke. All right. Um, so that's it. Uh, these guys originate, or they hail, from Massachusetts to Florida, in that sort of range. What? Yeah. I thought Ever- they were New York. Nah. Well, from there is where these uh, the founding members are from, at least. Uh, like they were born there. But the, I thought the band, I think the band was born in New York. There. Uh, yeah. Sure. I'm not sure about that, but oh. sure. I'm, pro- uh, I'm however, pretty confident about that. They were formed together, in- we'll find all the information. <laughs> but together, right now... <laughs> Over me. Lorna Shaw. Um, <laughs> Lorna Shaw. Awake in Providence. Uh, so they were formed in 2010, if I didn't say that earlier. However, they signed with Outer Loop Records Management in 2016. And they released their single, Iconoclast. Wowee. That's impress. Now, in that year, after they have released Iconoclast, they got really, really cozy and, cozy and comfortable with uh, Outer Loop. And... They sort of, I guess, sweeten the deal a little bit. So they re-released one of their debut songs that they had already released called Insidious, and a new song called a Bl- a Darkened Gospel. Now, a Darkened Gospel has got something like over one million listens on Spotify. Really? Yeah. And that's a Waken Providence song. Yeah, a Darkened Gospel. I'll show you. Wow. Now as well. Where are we? Where are we, my G? 1,431,042 listens, which is bonkers. When the, when this album we're talking about now, their top songs have, haven't have broken 400,000. That's ins- except for obviously um, um, a darkened gospel. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not on this album. It's oh, no, no. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah I, I reckon that's crazy. I actually um, I was gonna save it for later, but I I could still bring it up later. But I think that it, it stuns me how like underappreciated this band is. Yeah, because pr- exactly right. Maybe it's just like you know I know it's all that taste and all that, and Death Deathcore doesn't exactly have the same reach that a lot of 
other metal sub-genres do from a popular perspective. But I think, you know, as it becomes more popular, this is the sort of stuff people would want. And oh, man. for some this reason, it's I not... Yeah, I mean, I really, really like it. And, like, I'm stunned that they're not, like, painted... Like, they could be America's answer to Thy Art is Murder, you know? 100%. 100%. So, anyway. <laughs> like, like Thy Art is Murder is, like, that pinnacle that they Dude, want they're to the be. benchmark for, like... They are the benchmark for death metal. Like, they... Well, they did it. They, they, they made it. Death call. That's why I said death metal. But um, you know, they made it. Like, they death metal became a household name all of a sudden. You okay. know, like people, you know, get around North Lane and Parkway Drive and shit, and then all of a sudden, bloody CJ McMahon comes in, and He's it's like, just like hello Australia, hello, hello. I'm very loud. Enjoy. <laughs> And enjoy. Uh, bye bye. Actually, that's um, one of the things he said um, at the vocal thing. Me and BK did. He uh, he said because uh, he was just trying to explain how to project your voice properly and stuff. And he said you won't get as loud as me. And then he stopped and went, "I don't know anyone louder than me." Like he knows he's and he is loud. He's like without loudest. without any like mic or anything. I was just like, Whoa. he's always sipping on that loud. He got that loud. He's got that that. <laughs> loud <laughs> All right. in 2018 they started working on their first full length album they named it The Black Sun but black spelt with a V instead of an A The Blood Moon that is one title um, in 2019 they released that album and they've sort of been very very transparent ever since you, not much more mean? has come as in not much more has come out of them after that so they've been like quiet yeah quiet transparent would be more like they're not trying to hide anything all right man they're quiet then whatever you want <laughs> well, I'm just, whatever you want that's what it just do <laughs> they don't think it'd be like it is but it do but it do all right and that's it and since 2019, they haven't released any other music, and it pains my soul because they are amazing, and this album is incredible. All right, let's get into this so, review, hey? Yeah, so, oh, and, and maybe if, like, anyone else has any other information about this band. That's right, we'd love to know. Actually, we did reach out to the band. Um, we sent them an email and a message on Instagram to see if we could get any but other like information. five hours ago, so... Mm. Uh, but they haven't responded, and in all fairness, I doubt they will <laughs> for, a, for a tiny 50-man <laughs> following podcast. But if they do, we'll create a little update for you guys and let you know what's happening. 100%. So, <clears throat> which would be fantastic. Whoa! Uh, it's, <laughs> it's Paul and Owen from the future. What's going on? So Awaken Providence replied to us and said... A little bit about what they what they what's going on with them and confirmed a couple of questions that we wanted to ask because we had no idea what was going on. Um, we couldn't find any information. So yeah, we're just filling that nothing. in to the video now. So Yep. So DeAndre got back to me, the guitarist. Ah. Uh, current members of the band just say Adam, vocals. Uh, DeAndre, guitar and vocals. Jordan, guitar, and Jesse drums. So last names unconfirmed. Surnames, but that's what we got. 
Um, and then this is interesting. I asked who the past members were, and he said, oh, "I'm going to read this verbatim." There's way too many, lol. Let me know if you need past members from a specific time period. I can provide that for you. We've had somewhere close to 14 to 15 member changes over the years. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's but a trick. on the album, yeah. On the album, it was Adam and Dondre. So, Adam on the vocals. Who was Adam? Who did we say? Didn't we say it was Will Ramos? Yeah, so we were way off. <laughs> Um, is it Will Ramos? Maybe Will Ramos. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. But uh, anyway, Adam, Dondre, and the previous drummer recorded drums on uh, Black Sun, the Blood Moon. Yeah, right. Um, well, a lot of change-ups. Either way, the music's still thick. Yeah, so good. Um, the release date, uh, he says he can't remember, but he wants to say the end of March or the end of April in 2019. So, that time of year. Yeah. Um, and then I asked for some fun facts about the album. And this is what he said. I'll read this verbatim too. It's quite interesting. Fun facts about the album. Honestly, it was such a... It was quite a stressful time. So, there isn't really any fun facts, lol. Other than the entire album was recorded vocally twice. Because our vocalist quit after the album was completed. Shit. So, instead of putting it out with a vocalist who wasn't in the band... We had Adam record the vocals down in Florida and had them added to the album. So they had the whole thing done. And then the, the, the vocalist at the time, I don't know if that was Will or, or who, but it was someone else. They Whoever quit. did the vocals. Yeah. And then like, they got Adam to come and... Well, Adam's vocals are sick, so... Um, oh, dude. Not mad. It is what it is. Yeah. Did they say anything about coming back anytime soon? They haven't said anything about coming back here, but I've seen on their Instagram that they, they got uh, some new stuff coming. Yeah, they, they're ready to make a comeback. That's good. So maybe we can uh, have a chat to them on the show sometime. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, add it to our list of potential interviewees. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, to the rest of the episode <laughs> or the start of the episode. Or the we're end, send you, wherever gonna, this video is in, in it. Just Put you back in the stuff. time machine and send you back in time. Enjoy. See you later. Let's go. Song one. I, Adversary. <laughs> um... When the as far as deathcore introductions to an album goes, this is not what comes to mind. No, but it's very good. Yeah, it's really good and it fits really well too. Does I've written it's a beautifully haunting intro. It is or hauntingly beautiful, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, well. Soft and creepy opening, hey? Mm. Talk about soft and creepy. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. got some like eerie vibes, hey? Yeah, I think it's in that chord progression. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't know enough about music theory to know what's going on, but it leaves me with the it was just like the heebie-jeebies, ooh, the heebie-jeebies, the book of Niles, the book so of Niles. It's uh, it's perfect for this album. Um, it really sets the theme. 
I guess. Mm. Like e- even before you, even before like the heavy part comes in, you're just like, oh, I know what this is gonna be. And it's good. Oh, creepy. It's perfect little intro, so I love it. Mm. Me? Yeah, you go. All right. <laughs> All right. I've already said to you guys that this album's one of my faves. I have listened to this album pretty, pretty fucking uh, full on for the last, for the last little while since I came across them. That would have had to have been about a year ago. Um, and they're one of those playlists that I just keep going back to like every single time. I like that the whole album, I just listen to the whole thing. I don't, I don't think I've contributed to a darkened gospel at all, <laughs> but this album, this album, I could have done at least a hundred of listens to every song, <laughs> even, even really? more. Yeah, for sure. I've listened to it You're, so much. It's like, uh, and they look at the analytics and it just says Paul, just Paul. 50%. <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul. No joke. I've listened to this album so much. It's, uh, if I'm like driving or something, it's always one I go back to. And I, I listen to this album start to finish, hey? Yeah. Um, get that creepy intro to start. So, um, sort of gives you those shivers down the spine right at the beginning. And then, you know, that eerie sort of guitar all the way through the song sort of like keeps coming back as, um, what they do is they go, they have, so for instance, like when we were talking about Make Them Suffer the other day of like different sorts of parts to the songs, right? Different sorts of sections where they sound different in each, you know, like you've got your hardcore part, you've got your deathcore part, you've got your, you know, your blast beats, yeah. um, you got your shredding or whatever the case. I reckon they've got a really great balance in this song. I reckon oh they've my got God, a really dude. great balance in the whole album, but in... Oh, this song is sorry. yeah in this song it's quite heavy the whole way through from start to finish it's well you know besides that not, eerie start and then it hits yeah. and then it's you know they've got good stops good moments uh, good moments for contrast to bring on those moments yeah some moments good moments <laughs> um now nah, good spots where they stop and stop the music completely and then they come back and it's heavier and they're always a little bit off timed as well so it always yeah. catches you off guard and it's just like way heavier than what you expect either yeah like it you know like it's gonna be heavy, you off but... yeah but they somehow make it heavier than what you expect like yep. they drop it lower than what you what your booty can handle yeah yeah you know <laughs> what your booty can handle what your booty can master um, yeah like that you mean like uh how it cuts out right like in the last like 30 seconds of the song and there's that fat ass breakdown yeah and it like oh, yeah. comes in and terrorizes your entire life and you're like <laughs> what the hell like, oh, i thought i knew oh, what was going god. on oh god but it's like peak performance deathcore 100 like yeah, this, is. this song is peak so performance good. deathcore with the melodic start you get the oh it's creepy it's scary it's if i put it on with my wife and she was listening to it she'd be like this is eerie i don't want to listen to this, this is like it <laughs> this is like a stephen king movie or book um you're like don't Italy. worry soon it turns into a uh dance party what, what's a good uh just trying to think of like a fucked up horror director or something as opposed to Stephen King, who's on the Stephen creepy side of that up. coin. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like a grindhouse scary. It's just like, makes you think a little bit too M. Night much. Shyamalan? <laughs> no, that's... Uh, it's gone. M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> is the best, though. <laughs> He's like Yeah, he made the best thing. movie of all time, The Last Airbender. No, he didn't <laughs> make the best movie of all time. He made a lot of really great movies. Lady on the Water, watch that. Okay. Oh. 
Chef's kiss. kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> anyway, thanks for this All review. Right. For listening to this review of Lady on the Water. Uh, oh, so good, great movie. The part with the water and the lady. Oh, but this is not the a movie podcast oh. um, or it's a, beer a beer podcast. podcast. Oh, sorry, I thought it was a games podcast. Anyway, this song is fantastic. The breakdowns are numerous and they're all very heavy. And Mm -hmm. the entire song has this eerie tone which just sort of drills you back right to the start of the song with that creepy, um, piano-y, (laughs) guitar-y playing, whatever it is. I don't even know. It's guitar. Unplugged sort of style acoustic. That acoustic sort of church acoustic. Not really acoustic, but yeah, yeah, I get you, baby. Yeah, it comes back to that. Um, I give this song a 7 out of 10. I reckon it's a fantastic way to start an album, a deathcore album. It's, mm. yeah, thick and juicy. And it's very heavy. And, oh, sorry. I've also written here, um, vocalist, whoever the f- whoever the fuck vocaled for this. <laughs> Why is it not? Oh, right, because we don't well, know. Well, <laughs> whether it's Adam Mercer or bloody Will... Uh, I've William got a feeling Ram- it's Will. Ramon. Will. I, I think. Ramon. Just based on the stuff I've looked at and... I've got a hunch. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But when I did the research, I was like, this is not making sense. And I couldn't find anything else. I looked through every article that they had when I looked up Awaken Providence Band mm-hmm. Bio. Either way, um, oh. I give it a 7 out of 10. He does, well, I think it's Will as well. Will shows off a lot of his vocal <laughs> range and fluidity. Fluidity. Yeah, he shows off heaps of it. He's like, he does his like, right at the start, he comes off with his like, he's like three quarter lows and they're like, wow, they're really full. And then he's just like, oh, a bit of tunnel throat. And you're like, oh, oh, a bit of tunnel throat. And then he just does these like real pitchy, like little nasty demon highs. Yeah, man. Those highs are like, what the fuck? I was, um, where'd that come from? When I was like in preparation for this review, because the, you know you you know this album so much better than I do, and, and it's mm. it's relatively new for. I mean, I heard it before, but I had to like really, like I had it before I sat down and really thought about the songs and critically analyzed everything. I just you know let it wash over me, like just played it in the car and in the shower and stuff. And there were just some moments, like you know, I was just like enjoying it, and then there were some moments where I have like mo- like moments of self-actualization i just like holy jesus man this guy's got like yeah. seriously crazy highs yeah like, like his vocal range almost, is bonkers it's almost actually scaring me like mm. no, his in a good way are crazy his pictures are crazy um and he has a lot of like uh accent on his vocals too you know what yeah. i mean so he's got his high and then he's got his like demon high <laughs> you know when you yeah, yeah. When the, uh, the elmo voice you know, driveways are for cars, not for playing. <laughs> you know, when you add the Elmo voice to it. Or what like the, the fuck Smeagol. was? Oh, the, um, yeah, you add that to your, to your high pitched screams and it uh, turns them into the demon scream. Like the, oh, Lawrence. Oh God, I can't do this. This is cringe. We're posting yeah. cringe right now. Cringe. <laughs> cringe. Um, either way, when you add that to your voice, he does that. And then he's got his lows and then he's got his like gutter rolls and then he's got his tunnel throat and he just seems to like mix between his lows and his gutter rolls, like all in one. And then his lows and his tunnel throat all in one. And then he's got this like, like 
step up from his lows, which is his where he sits through most of the vocals. Yeah. Which is still really low. Like, it's about as low as I can go with my voice. Um, yeah, he's low. Well, trying, and he standard. has another range. Like, he has yeah, a, he's a whole another section under that, which is fantastic. And he shows yeah. it all off. Like, he shows all of it off in this song, straight yeah. up. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this song right. is like a... Ta- it's what it is. It's like a taster for the album. It's like mm. a... This is what you... Because it's, it's relatively short. There is one thing it's missing, though, which is why it's got a seven for me. But I'll go into that later. Okay. All right. Um, I gave it a seven as well. Um, initially, like, I think last podcast, no, the the one prior, the Make Them Suffer one, where I talked about how forward wasn't a huge heavy hitter for me, mm. because I felt like it was just sort of a, it was an intro track that had a little bit of everything, but didn't really, it, was, it just sort of st- stood alone and Master didn't do much for me. Yeah. This sort of was the opposite despite doing very similar things like it it had its own sound it didn't it does kind of it does the same sort of thing like it does kind of lead into the next song but it's like a cut go instead of it doesn't like cut have a whole separate song really and it doesn't fade in or anything like that it's just like a the end of this song is the start of the next song but they're still very distinct um but i really like that i still like this a lot and um yeah it same things you said basically like it's got a basically a taster of the, what is to come with the rest of the album you get mm. a full range of of wills but we assume it's i'm gonna assume it's will we're gonna say it's will from here on in <laughs> the full range of wills uh vocals and and like it gives you a taste of all the instrumentation like one of the things i touch on a lot through this the guitar like the lead guitar and the riff really stick out to me and um there's like this this isn't there isn't heaps of lead per se in this part like riff wise but there's like the atmospheric sort of like like i can't explain it but like like open big slow open like consistent chords high note high chords Mm. and it just works really well and sets up the album so yeah like seven out of ten seven out of ten happy happy seven Well, let's go on to song number two. Let's go on to song number two. Number two. Sword Adherent. Let me just, uh... Thanks. (laughs) I just need to get in my head where it was, but I was like, no, that's the end of the other song. (laughs) Well... Stitch me up. The fact that you needed to go back and listen to it makes sense because I found it to be a little bit... It was actually one of the weaker songs on the album for me. I think so too. Uh, sort of not to say it's bad. Like, it's good. It's not a bad song. It's It does feel like they're too... Like, when you listen to enough deathcore and death metal and, and the heavier stuff and like black metal and stuff like that, you can sort of like pick the difference in songs. You know when, you know, your generic pop pop lover is like... Oh, they all sound the same. I get that. Yeah, I understand. Because they love their blast beats. And yeah, there's like, only so much that you can blast beat in a song, but, but you've it's got to different. do it sometimes. But the guitar like works generally different. For the something to be different, different, it doesn't have to be like 100% distinct. Exactly right. I think it, it, Technically, it can be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, and technically, it can be different. And that's all right. So, um, 
yeah, I get mixed up with this one and with the other. Like when this starts and the other one ends, it's one big song for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's pretty much the same. I, I, I'd honestly, I'd probably rate it the same. Uh, it's a five minute song though. <laughs> so yeah. it goes like, the, every, like all the songs on this album are pretty thick, like in length. Uh, uh, most but of them it's are like sensible size, like three, four minutes. Four minutes odd. Um, but this one being five minutes and then two minutes for the intro I advers- adversary, you know, there's like a seven minute intro song, if that makes sense. Yeah. It is, it is still good. It's still, uh, heavy as hell. So I, I'm, I'm going to give it, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit rude right now and give it a seven as well. And just say, I give it the exact same score for the exact same reasons as the intro, because <laughs> I consider so this the intro as well. It is a bit rude, but <laughs> No, it is, it is, because it is its own song, it's got its own lyrics, its own way to do it, but it's, I've only all listened to it as a whole, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I'd say you should listen to an album. Exactly. Not on shuffle. No. Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I think... I mean, yeah, if I were to consider it to be part of the same song, which it does sort of... Yeah, once you if you put this album on, you it is as far as you're concerned, you wouldn't even know. Like it's just it's the next it's it wouldn't feel like the next song. It feels like the first song in the album. Exactly um, right. But I still you know knowing like have, from a critical perspective, listening to it as a separate song, um, you know I I, I like like once again it's it's weaker for me, but I do like it a lot. Um, the you know I've mentioned in the past that I'm really into the rhythmic side of of music like. That's where it, it sort of hits me first. Um, mm. But the this is where you start to get a taste of like the lead guitar parts, the yeah. me- the melodic side. They of the really music. shine through in this album and Man, in this song dude, as well. It's some of the just. It's not even. It's not. I mean, it's technical for sure, but it's not like ridiculous. It's not like Rings of Saturn level or like Animals as Leaders, like weird like let's do the craziest fucking timing we can do and do the and see how fast our little widdly diddly fingers can move and mm. it but it is very technically impressive but that's not what i like about it it's just it just sounds good with the everything else in the music like the the, the guitar solo is almost not predictable but they mm. are like you sort of know where they're going and yeah. when they're going to come in and it makes you go like, oh, and it gives you, it, it's like, it, it's like a pleasurable feeling to be like, oh yeah, there it is. And there it is. It's like yeah. listen to blues music. Part of what that makes it so, it sounds so damn good is because it sounds the, the fucking same. Like, you know, because it's got this, like the 12 bar blues thing, you know what the next chord's going to be. And you can pretty exactly much right. guess based on that, how the guitar little... Uh, improvised guitar is going to go and I find this but is if you add similar. like crazy mixed timing on that you won't be able to tell what the fuck's yeah. going on and it doesn't like it still could be really good but it's a whole different yeah. thing but yeah exactly so right. this stuff the, the, uh, yeah like the the lead guitar parts aren't necessarily simple but they just they're not like from a technical perspective but they're simple in the sense of like a f- musical structure perspective I guess um, which yeah. and it works perfectly with this music and and you don't get you know see the other thing is I, I don't know this album super well so I'm trying to like remember from listening um, but I think you don't get a heap of it in this song because there's other songs where I really just go off on it I'm like this is the best so this song I'm just like you just get a taste 
There is two. Yeah, you get a taste. So I will say, I will say with this with Sword Adherent, they do a little bit of. Um, they've got this really good sound. In all of their album, in this entire album, they've got this incredible. Like we talk about groove a lot. <clears throat> like the song that has a good rhythm and a good groove, catches catches you, and you're like, oh, what is that? Oh wow, what is that? You know, and you get this really funky moving. Um, pacing yep. heavy metal breakdown or heavy moving. metal spot in a song and it moves that's that's a great way to describe it that, it is it's moving it's, it's like it's, it's alive like, oh it's its own its own little piece that's like separate from the blast beats and separate from the you know the flash like the heavy heavy double kicks and separate mm-hmm. from the riffs or the you know heavy you know zeros and and uh <laughs> just and zeros ones. just zeros um <laughs> They do a lot of that throughout this entire album, and this is sort of adherence where you get a taste. Like right at sort of halfway through the song, you get this. Um, uh, it all sort of slows down, and he goes. You get this like din 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 and it keeps going for like a good couple of bars, and it has this like it is this good contrast between. Um, between vocalist highs and his lows like through it because he's like doing these like like throughout it and then he's like doing these pitchy things that just like throw up and he's got this like massive low bass drop guitar going on just like and his highs are up here and the guitar's down here and it's like this juxtaposition like through that one moment you're like whoa what was that yeah but it only gets better from there and i, I think it's right you're saying yep. it's like the first taster of that because they actually start doing it a little bit in here. Um, and then they have that just horrifically massive breakdown at the end of the song as well. Yeah, a lot um, of them do. A lot of them I... do, but this one's just like massive, massive, massive breakdown at the end, which is like your first taste of one of their hugest breakdowns, like how low they can actually get and how mm. thick it is as well. And like their proper bass drop too. Like listening to it through my... Mm. Um, yeah, listening to it through my uh, soundbar and subwoofer. Ah, Dude, yeah, maybe I should put it on out so, the, the soundbar out there. Cause, it's so low. I mean, these like, headphones are good, but, you know, I won't get the full amount of that. Like, there's, there's you know, not to hear the, the time, it's good to hear it, better to hear it in headphones, but there's some, app, like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's just some parts of music that's better appreciated through monitors you know what it is it's because of the separation like in the headphones you can hear it all in one sort of hit but the separation between like for instance at, at least i know from experience my soundbar and the subwoofer getting all of the low notes and all of the bass through the subwoofer and then all of the guitar at tremolo um um on the soundbar like having that segregation of each, you can really tell which part's going off and how they actually like are colliding in the middle before it hits you hits you in the ears. So good, dude. Shit, yeah, nice. But yeah, a fantastic song. Like, cannot cannot criticize it at all. I give it a seven as well. Yeah. What did you? I gave it. You I gave it six. So. Yeah, it is a little. It does get a little bit washed away. It's because all the other songs after yeah, this are really lot, really good. <laughs> a lot of, in fact, the next song. The next song is. <laughs> um, but. Oh, and one last thing I want to say about this song is that, um, funnily enough, given who else is upcoming as a feature artist on this uh, album, it gives me big Ivor Lyons vibes. The next song? No, no, this, this, I, um, the, the sword adherent. 
Like, oh uh, yeah, the sorted hair. In fact, it might have been even that bit you talked about in the middle. Yeah, that is very overlines. It just like reminds me of overlines. So, they're older. Which stuff, is which right? is definitely a compliment. Yeah, yeah, the olds have like rejective humanity. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah, all. it does. You're very right. It does. Like the really, really like weird. Um, it's just, just it's a weird, timing unexpected thing. Unexpected time, unexpected times, but also an unexpected sound in a, a deathcore song. Like, yeah. Mm. They do these mm. like funky moving pieces that you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, anyway. let's uh, let's move on to the next one, hey? Yes, let's please. Uh, song number three, the impure. <sighs> Uh, this shit bussing. This shit bussing. Man, I, um, cause you know, I told you like, I was like listening to this in the car and the shower and stuff. And, yeah. um, basically, you know, that's, and that, that's primarily too, cause I wasn't really just like sitting down, putting it on listening before having a critical analysis. I was like putting it on when I was doing other things, but still able to really enjoy it. Just like driving and having a shower. Like I'm not. I can still listen to it without thinking about it too hard. But the Multiple problem time. with that is I just, um, like I can't check what song is playing if I'm driving or if I'm in the shower. So it means that I'd be putting on this album and I'd be like, this is like, I'd be like driving and be like, Fuck yeah, I'm loving this. Yeah. And, but don't know what it is. And I won't, and then I get home and you know, there's no point. Like I'll look on Spotify and be like, Oh, might have been this one. It might have been that one. Don't know. Um, and then before when we were chatting, um, you were saying, "Oh, like he's just like, oh, what did you think of the album?" And I was like, "Oh, it's really good." And he's just like, "Yeah." And you you were listening off some of the songs, and what you even said was impure, the impure. And I was like, "Oh yeah." And so when I was sit, sat down to do the, the critical side of things, and the impure came on, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Paul. Paul said this one was good." And then I realized which one it was. Oh, that's this and, one. And I was just like. <laughs> This is such a good song, man. Um, oh, I, I, it's just too much to sort of even describe. Like, yeah, I think one, one like, like I keep saying, the riffs and the lead guitar are probably my favorite part of this album, and this is probably some of the best demonstration of it. Like, it's got insanely cool riffs that just complement the music perfectly. Yeah. And, um, and then like there's like riffs in like a little verse uh, at about forty seconds in that. It just, and it's just riff after riff after riff. And then as if to just top it all off, icing on the cake, it has one of many in this album, amazing guitar solo right at the end. It does. It's just like, sit there. I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm just losing myself weenie, and I'm flowing with it. So fucking good. I loved it so much. Yeah, so I gave like this song really well harmonized and on the high end of the eight, like I, I sort of sit there and go like, geez, do I want to give it a nine? And it, it still is a contender for a nine on, on a good day, I guess. Mm. So, but it's a, conservatively, I give it an eight. Well, I see eye to eye with the impure <laughs> born to devour. This song is so good. This song is like everything that you want in a death song. It's like so heavy. 
it's like, so what they do fantastic is like they're drumming and because i listen to the drumming first it's what i pick up the most they're drumming every single bar of like for instance let's put like a four bar breakdown in here right every single bar will be a little bit different or they'll change it a little bit so like you're listening and you are like listen to it now when you're listening to the rest of the album or going through any of the other songs from here on you'll hear that they keep changing shit so you're just like i was expecting another bar of that next and they don't do it um but what they also do which sort of works well and also counters that is that you know you'll have your part where there's a verse one for instance and then before verse one they'll have this weird different part that connects to verse one and then after verse one before what they would call their one-off chorus or the next part of the song verse two however the structure of this song works or any other song works um they'll have like another like middle bit that just connects it <laughs> you know what i mean that's just like four bars or eight bars or a breakdown like two bars a breakdown another bar and then the next verse that are just like random and so different <laughs> yeah and also the song ends without like a massive breakdown but it ends on such as like upbeat like and it's over and you're like what what where's the rest of my song yeah oh breakdowns in the center fantastic so uh good. the whole song fantastic i give it an eight out of ten fuck yeah well deserved well deserved it's a very good oh, song. oh man i yeah it really it really highlighted what i like about this album probably 100%. more than any other song so i'm the oh i don't know we'll, we'll, look we'll get to that but yeah it was so 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 good just a quick punch out anybody who hasn't heard this album just go and check it out it it well, really does deserve more credit than what it has currently. There was something I wanted to say I was about when I was just like on final thoughts of the album. But what I was going to say as well is like you know I you know that I wasn't always a huge deathcore stand. Like I you know I like to all, you know heaps of heavy music and I, obviously my music taste is very diverse, so I'm not fussy. But like you know there was a time and a place where I was like oh. I think because my experience with Deathcore was very heavy stuff, like it had been like yeah. Infinite Death and stuff, and you Infinite know, when, Death when, and when Night I in Texas, like, yeah, and well, see, I sort of listened to a bit of them after Rings I got into it a bit more. And I'm Rings Texas of Satin was great. probably one where the first time I heard them, I was like, "This is a bit much." Yeah, like that's how it just felt a bit overwhelming to me. But I think I don't know what changed, and I think maybe it was I Valiance did it for me. Actually, it's your appreciation, man. It was a mixture of a lot. Yeah, like as soon as I started to see, I was like, I could, I was suddenly, I could see the light, and yeah. and you could see the good in it, or you could see the technical work in it. Yeah, and how it's all structured, and just like any yeah. piece of music, it's, I start to suddenly realize how it's structured, how it sounds sonically and mm. tonally, and it, it, it just all starts to make sense. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you're not if you haven't quite ventured into metal uh to deathcore territory be because you find it to be a bit overwhelming i think this album might be a really good place to to approach it because it's it doesn't hold back either but it is it makes sense like if you go and listen to something like uh infinite death by thy art it as much as i love it to bits now when i first heard it it was just like i just couldn't keep track yeah. Like, That's and right. you know, 
it, it just it just was like this is just going too much is going on it was like an overload of senses yeah um, now I like it and I feel like this this doesn't feel like an overload like a sensory overload at any point to me um, which yeah, maybe that's because I'm into this like the more technical crazy shit now yeah because but... you've, you've uh, your musical taste has matured like a fine yeah. wine yes like a bottle of pepper jack <laughs> a $30 bottle of wine I agree. I reckon it's a good intro to it if somebody's trying to listen to that sort of music because it does have a lot of elements of um, progression, uh, like sort of proggy in a sense. You know, yeah. it's, it's got a little bit of proggy. It's got a little bit of hardcore spots. If you can deal with the vocals being those demonic highs and those, you know, like... Um, well, I think if you really like heavy, and... heavy music, then that's yeah. going to be the... The highs are probably the only thing that are a little bit grating to someone who that's what already is a fan too. of heavy music. The gutter like they rolls, might be like, you know, Woo! like a data remember did some crazy gutter rolls that you were just like, yeah, man, that was so low. But Jeremy these are proper low, proper very low. Very good lows. So, um, however, I agree. Actually, I think I got into deathcore first out of our friend group. Yeah, probably you I would th- have because I think I did. I was a late bloomer. Um, I probably. So I yeah. was trying to convince all the boys to listen to things, um, you know. A lot of deathcore songs back when we were a little bit a little bit younger. Like, check these out. Back in the day. Back in the day. And uh, I think I just went down the rabbit hole really quick, and then you know I had to come back because you guys like that's why I haven't really listened to make them suffer's other stuff and like their mid stuff. I listened to the older album and then newer stuff. But I never listened to their mid stuff because I wasn't listening to it around then. I don't listen to mm. um, who's that other one? The Architects. Like, yeah, I don't listen to them because it's really interesting because like, architects are very popular. Yeah. But I'm like past that, if that makes sense. Like, I, I like, well, I, see, I will dude, appreciate pa- it. Architects had, were popular as fuck. Yeah. Um, well before I got into them, like they, they had yeah. well and truly, you know, broken that mold. And then I, so like, you know, I go back now and I listen to, you know, Oh, I can't even remember the names of the albums. Like, this is how little I know about their old stuff. But, like, I go back and listen to them. And I'm like, this is awesome, man. It's so good. I absolutely would have got into this. But for some reason, it just I just missed it. Yeah. And then it wasn't until they released All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. And that album, I don't think there's a single song I can fault on it. Like, I love the whole album to, from start to finish. Yeah. Um, And I just... And funnily enough, the next album, it's pretty good. And the one I haven't even listened to their latest album, like, so I could, but 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 like, I just, it, uh, I just remembered what? that there was this Italian death metal band <laughs> that like <laughs> I found years and years ago, and I can't remember what their name is, but I remember that they were on my my old iPod. I'm gonna have you, to find them. <laughs> if you find them, I'll uh, put the name of them up here. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> That was so crazy. We're going right. to do a review on them, maybe. Maybe we should move on to the next song. All right. Song number four. A Cataclysmic Eternal. Well, uh, What a name. Yeah. While we're on that, all the names on this album are like... Super poetic. Yeah. I adversary. Sword adherent. I'm never going to use the word adherent again. Like, But you know what it means now. But, yeah, well, I'd sort of... Adhe- 
I guess it'd be like to be linked to, right? Yeah. So, I know I, just because of the the you know adhere, adhere. but the, but you know still I'm never going to use the word adherent. I'll use the word adhesive, but never adherent. <laughs> A cataclysmic adhesive. eternal. Come on. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. And don't get me started on A l'aube de l'enfer. A l'aube de l'enfer. And the fucking Latin one. Anyway, we'll get all to that. But um, uh, a, a cataclysmic eternal. What a crazy name, Oblivion. <laughs> Where do they come up with this shit? Where do they even work out these words? It's like a, like a fucking Elder Scrolls. Stop right there, criminal scum. Uh, this song starts off like old school deathcore blast beats like that ringing cymbal like that like that just smashing through it and then uh smashing just smashing smashing um and then they have that you know that cool as we said moving and groovy and progressive sound come back in with that sort of like swaying moments then between after that and it's fantastic oh it's just good it's just a good song this is yeah. uh this is a four minute song which is it doesn't feel like four minutes but you think it's quicker or longer this song is like go 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 the entire way through mm-hmm. and there's no exact spots in it that like really call out to me to make me think back and go oh i want to listen to that one moment in this song whereas for instance like the next four or five songs on the album, I go back and listen to moments in them as well. And I'm yeah, like, God, that was crazy. And then go back. Smoments in them. Love a moment. Yeah. Smoments are pretty good. Um, yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Um, super, super heavy. Great moments. Every time you hear his vocals, he's just got such like, it, it's like he's doing the same things, but I guess the setting for where he sings screams or vocalizes like expresses is always different because they're always it is different you know what i mean like they have these different sections of the song which sound different and god it just makes them like they feel heavier than they were earlier when he sang it in the song or did the same low i just realize i just think the contrast of the song is incredible um with all the other songs or just with just itself? in general like it's like bits and pieces of the song in general um and then they end this song with how they started it with the same blast beat except right at the end he screams out no one will no one will hear you scream or no one will know your name or something like that or hear your name no one yep. will hear your name and then right to finish it off and it's just like this nice clappy finish curtain close uh, he says, Jesus Christ, this is full on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Bile spewing being abomination of hate. My monstrosity made with the need to fornicate. <laughs> Why can't you see the truth? Say your prayers. This is, this is death core, mate. Yes. Pray to your dead God. Crumbling one by one, infernal sickness. Anyway, what's the uh, last? The last, uh, the line you're referring to is, um, "No one will hear you pray to your no dead one will hear god." You pray. Yeah, <laughs> which is insane. Jeez, this is this sounds like their song where they say they don't like religion mm, very much. Maybe, 
It could be one of those ones. Hundred percent, dude. Really like animals. Get... Nah. What? <laughs> pray, pray to your fucking god. Who will you pray to when your deity is dead? Where will you run when the holy turn you away? Inconceivable thoughts that will fill your mind with dread. The air is thick with the stench of blood. Ingest the field of locusts. Constantly clouding focus. Dig deep and remember to pray. No one will hear you pray. That sounds like he's very upset at the man upstairs. Mm. No one will hear you pray. That's pretty hectic. It's oh, pretty man. hectic all around, eh? Um, cool though it's, it's poetic yeah. and cool great words either way uh yeah i give this song a six out of ten it's very good just heavy the whole way through uh as i said it doesn't have any of those moments that call me back that just want to like yeah draw me into the song um except for now the lyrics <laughs> yeah well just this like, is the man, same conversation we that. had the other week it's i'm gonna like... go through that shit again yeah yeah, because it might just bring a new appreciation. Yeah, um, not that I'll appreciate hate towards God, however. Eh, I kind of like that edgy shit. Someone <laughs> edge lord. No, I'm a bit more of a uh, snowflake. I wish <laughs> for uh, peace in the world. So, either way, all right. Yeah, your turn. Um, I, I, you know, I've harped on a lot about how I'm into the riffs and the lead stuff in this mm. album, but I think this song has got the groove. It's uh. Like, if all the other songs are flexing the, the, the lead prowess and the riffs and shit, then this song's flexing the rhythm section. And I think it comes back to what you said, like, it, I mean, we, there's not a lot in it that you remember, like, you go, like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to that and all this stuff, but it does sort of just keep moving. Mm. And um, I think that's driven a lot by the rhythmic of it. That's so, sort of like um, what I said before about it's a four and a half minute song, but it doesn't feel like that. No, because it does. Yeah. It just keep you just like the whole way through. Oh, it's over. Oh, it was just kind of long. Yeah, yeah. It was a r- rhythmically um, a good song to me, uh, but it just you know a lot of a lot of other crack tracks on this album I like a lot better. So I gave this one a six out of ten. Yeah, it's fine. It's it it is a great song. Don't it for yeah. sure. Great song. It's look if you're listening to the album as a whole, like what we've done here and what you should do. It's uh, it's not going to feel like it was in the middle there, and you're not going to be like, "Hey, that was terrible." You're just going to be like, "Oh, this song's just good," and then the this puzzle. next song's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to track number five. Hey, let's do that. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Four, Oblivion. Oblivion. This is Oblivion. the song with featuring Mark Poida. Mark Poida, who... Poida. Uh, is that how you pronounce his name? Hey! Re- legit. Poida. Hey, Poida. <laughs> hey, Poida. Hey, Mark Poida. I'm Cucumber Joe. <laughs> All right. I think this might be the first song you showed me of these guys. Yeah, I showed you this one. Because the Come end on. of this song has... I love the vocal and like finish to this song. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was just think, trying to remember like when you showed it to me. I think it was on like a car trip or something. Yeah. 
and you um you I might have put on Ive Alliance or something and you were like, Oh I know a band that's that has a like a feature track from Ive Alliance's vocalist. Yeah. And you then you put it on and I was like, Holy fuck, this yeah, is good. <laughs> this is good. Um yeah, so this song has got really great moments in it. This is one of the songs I'll go back to and I reckon when I when I first started like really listening to each individual song in this album, started like honing in uh, and being like, oh, like that song's called Oblivion. It has that really heavy spot. I want to go back and listen to that song. When I first started doing that and started listening to this song, I reckon I sat in my car for like a couple of hours that night and had the music fucking blaring in my driveway and was just trying hours. to like work out... I reckon it was like, it was at least an hour in my car and I was trying to work out how to do those, like to, how he does those lows at the end of this song. Oh man. Yeah. And like, then he holds onto it. The last note, he holds onto it for so long. Oh, so heavy. Was it Mark's bit? I think it's Mark Poyter's bit. Yeah. Which makes sense because he's a oh, goddamn God, freak. Guy's a they're, freak. They're both freaks. Like they're both freaks. In yeah. This. And honestly, um, if it is Will Ramos, right? If it is Will Ramos that is doing the vocals for this album, for Awakening Providence, yeah. uh, he's just joined Lorna Shaw and they've released the song um, Through the Fire or something. Okay. Uh, Lorna Shaw's released it with Will Ramos as their vocalist. And if there's one thing you do after this podcast, Owen, listen to that song. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, like, like when I think the new, it's the new launch your single. Yeah, the song is called "To the Hellfire." Okay, to oh, the hellfire. Check uh, check that out. It's a, it's a like if you want heavy but like vocally pushed musically, it's just like flat out the whole way through. <laughs> but Blast vocally, beats. vocally, it's one of those jaw dropping like. The wow! You're just like, what was that? What is that? His vocals at the end, holy moly! Like they are insane. Yeah. Um, um, either way, and he does a lot of that through this album, which is great. But um, yeah, Oblivion, fantastic song, great, so good, great mood the who, whole way through. Who does the cleans in it? Uh, so if it's going to the vocalists, if it's going back to the um, original people that do it, yeah. Uh, it is DeAndre Tyre does guitar and okay. cleans. Okay. Yeah, because he's a um, there's another track where he does some cleans. Yeah, but yeah, this is the first one that really comes through with some cleans. It's good. That's really uncommon in like death yeah. metal and deathcore. So and actually, it's it's quite good because it's you know when you get those like cleans in a heavy song and they're so girly or they're so pitchy. Mm. And you know, yeah, for this instance, is like. like uh, Tough really, guy cleans. Yeah, it's like tough guy cleans. It's like old as I no. lay dying cleans. Yeah, it is a bit. The, well, like, I, uh, would, the, I would, I would describe the darkest night. I would describe like um, you know, um, what's that? As I lay dying, dying album, um, an ocean between us. Oh, that was a which good is my album. favorite. Yeah, uh, the I would describe the cleans in that is operatic. Mm. Like yeah, right. And, but I don't think that the I would describe this as operatic. I describe this as I'm a big man with big <laughs> sound. 
I can sing well. It's, it's nice. Like it, it's not too pitchy. It's not too low. He's not going into yeah. some like crazy vocal thing. He's just yeah, singing yeah. He's a part. He's singing well. He's just yeah, singing exactly, a chant. Yeah. Oh. Um, um. And halfway through the song, he does that really cool like stop spit into this tunnel throat, um, <laughs> crazy big breakdown, and it's just got this like, <laughs> and then back up to this massive like breakdown. That's so good. Fuck yeah. Um. And then another song with an awesome guitar solo in it. In fact, yes. I think this might be the guitar solo of the album for me. The winner of the guitar solos. Man, I don't know. There's so many. There are so many. But yeah, many. I think this one might be it. Oh, it's so good. Um, and yeah. Oh, and, and i got the big stank face for the final breakdown. Mm, it's proper Man. stank face. It's like a... <clears throat> yeah. It Man. is a very good guitar solo. I'm just remembering it all now, actually. Right after the guitar solo is when that stank face comes in. Yeah. Like, yeah. slows it down. So, yeah. Such a good song. Um, so, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Oof. And uh, not not so in any small part due to the contributions of Mark Poiter from Ive Alliance and A Version's Crown, too. Oh, they do. he does A Version's Crown. That's right. Yeah. I don't know if he still is. And he's got another band now. So, whoever they are, he'd be good to chat to. We should try and uh, hook up with Mark Boyder and see if he's interested in having a little chat with us. Hey, audience! Fun fact: <laughs> uh, we may or may not. I'll leave it as Ooh. may or may not because there's keep a chance a, that it keep won't it a happen. Surprise! Who it might be to? But we may be interviewing or doing a review with a guitarist of a particular band at some point in time. That would be fun. We think so. We think so. He's agreed to it over text message. Yeah. He said that it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if I had a dollar every time I've agreed to something over text message. Uh, yeah, and then didn't do it. it. <laughs> Just but ask my work. <laughs> we've, got on, yeah, we've got on multiple sources that he's keen, so. Well, yeah. So, that should be and good. And from the horse's mouth. Uh, and there's actually, we're trying to tee up another little interview or another little chat with another band. Um, I wouldn't go as far as Deathcore for them, but I would go, they're definitely... Um, quite established in the hardcore scene, both, both parties, your mates, yeah, your oh, mates, we, mates, okay, my, my mates, mates, your mates, mates, and yes. uh, uh, my mates, mates. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all the people you know. Yeah, which We're is just quite networking. It's quite good. So that'll oh be God, a lot my of my whole fun. life is just networking. I'm networking for work, and I'm networking for this for pod. Networking for work and networking for pod. <laughs> Net potting. Net potting. Pod netting. Um, pod working. Oh. Uh, you haven't given your rating for this song. For Oblivion? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's exciting news. Very good. Oh, yeah. Exciting yes. news. There you go, guys. That's Hopefully, that's re that happens and it's super exciting for all of you. Um, and, super exciting uh, for us. Yeah, it's so cool for us. Like We never thought this would happen. Yeah, well... What how many episodes in? This is the fifth episode. No, but like in our life. <laughs> oh, yeah. We never thought yeah, we'd just be chatting and then all of a sudden we'd have a uh, a guitarist of a band yeah. or a couple and of members like, of a different sort of band. It just happened. That just like we... happened. Yeah, like, well, yeah. All right. Uh, so Oblivion, I give it a 7 out of 10 as well. It's a very good song, as said. Uh, I reckon it's... It's one of those weird parts for me with Oblivion because ever since I heard the middle of the song, 
that guitar solo and the sort of the breakdown at the end, I stopped listening to the start of the song. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not that it's, it's got it's those cleans the, yeah, in it, it does, too. it does. And it's, I'm never mad when it comes on either, but it's, it's one of those ones where I just think about those particular moments. I know I'm hard to please because in the other songs, I'm like, it's got no moments that I like. And now I'm <laughs> like, it's got, moments. it's got a moment, but now I'm not thinking about the rest. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's moments, mm. you know? It's moments, Smos, they come and they, they smoke. Um, yeah, I, I give it a 7 out of 10 because I'd listen to it for that end breakdown now and I listen to it for the middle of the song and the rest yeah. of the song, I don't exactly remember too much unless I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh God, I love this bit. I love this bit. But <laughs> it's just like driven by that breakdown at the end for me. Oh, yeah. mate, Poida and his, and his oh, drop. Man. All right. It's got pipes. Let's, uh, let's jump onto the next one, okay? Yeah. Do you want to have a crack at pronouncing it? Alors, de l'enfer, l'enfer. I think I'm going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Alors, de l'enfer, de l'enfer, de l'enfer, de l'enfer. No, because de l'enfer. But it's de l'enfer, like l'orange. Yeah, but it's still it's it's l'orange, but it's still le orange. L'orange. That's l'orange. L'enfer. Oh, right. Hang on. A l'aube de l'enfer. A l'aube de l'enfer. A l'aube de l'enfer. And what does it mean? Uh, it translates to at the dawn of hell. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh right. Why? Because it's in French? No, because it has a lot of L's in it. Alors de l'enfer, at the dawn of hell. Yes. How's your vodka and coke going? Almost over. Yeah, I finished my beer. I wish I had a beer. I'm on the waters. Waiter. Um, Alright. A Lord de l'Enfer. Let's go. Fun fact. I might have to make a t-shirt that says fun fact on it. Because I say that a fucking lot of times. You do, we, we do say it a lot. <laughs> fun fact. Fun Here's fact. A fun fact. <laughs> Especially when we're on the fun. podcast. I, I say fun fact all the time. It's not even a fun fact. They're trash. Uh, this is one of my faves on the album. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Just for the middle, <laughs> just for those minutes between uh, between the first verse and it. You say oh. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss for the middle. Also, it's hard. Like it's really, really progressive and hard. Like where the rest of it sounds like you know sounds like deathcore, and you've got like your your contrasting, moving sort of mu- music. This one's it's like chunky and solid. Like it sounds so solid right at the start. And then after that, they've got this like movie bit. That's just like for thousands of years, nothing has changed. And he's doing it all in his high pitch. Oh, and then, oh, oh, no, nah, I can't even, this song's just so good. Um, in that sort of like moment, like maybe a third way through the song, he goes, 
they do that sort of like that big breakdown where it's like really fast and like bum 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 you know what Near i mean no nah, it's like halfway through the song yeah that breakdown to me reminds me of um scraping the barrel i make them suffer the breakdown in that yes it does so if you compare yeah. that breakdown And then this breakdown. You'll see that they're very similar. But this one's so heavy. Yeah. And it fits way better than threat. Oh, scraping the barrel. It was good. It was a good moment. It's so heavy, it dude. It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Wait, I'm thinking bum, of a different bum, breakdown bum. in this song. Bum, there's, bum, there's, bum. I'm thinking of a different <laughs> breakdown. In this song, there's... Yeah, that bit. Okay, so that's the bit I'm thinking of that sounds like... Three I make them suffer. Oh, but, so the, uh, second, yeah, the second bar of the breakdown. So the first bar is... I think so. Yeah, because <laughs> the first bit is... <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. But there's also bum, the bit bum, that goes bum. like... Bum, 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 bum. And then oh, the next God. one goes, bum, bum, bum. So it just misses yeah. the two, the second and the third, like, triplet. Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll play them one <laughs> play the it, other. Play it, play It's so good. It's yeah. so heavy. And it caught me off guard. And he's just like, uh, he, the vocals in there, the lyrics are, uh, will you rise above the mountain or wait for nature to consume? Um, he says something, some word. It's like, it sounds like imagination, but it's not imagination. Something is a new form, and it's waiting for you to destroy your ma uh, destroy your neighbor, and something like that. It's so good. Natural selection has a new form. Natural and selection it's has for a new you to form. destroy thy neighbor. Yeah, but united they claim to be survival of the richest, a game for the sadistic, one nation under the wealthy. How good is that? Nice. So the lyrics actually got me into this one way more. I like it more because I listened to the lyrics and was like, "Bro, that shit's tight." Dude, this is cool. Yeah, it's really, really good. Learn from your father as he learned from his own. He was beaten to be eaten, feasted, hollowed out to the bone. How poetic is that? That's <laughs> so poetic. And you're not even singing it. <laughs> no, I'm just like reciting it as if it were a poem. As if it were a uh, part in the Bible. Nah, that's the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but how good is that? Like, yeah, oh, so oh, cool. So good. Um, um yeah fuck, fucking yeah. thick song and then they do then like sort of like two-thirds of the way through the song they hit it with that breakdown again except it's it's different this time they sort of like lead up to it the same way and then they hit it with a different breakdown and it's just got this like really good atmosphere around it and it's like really airy and then it's just like much not faster but it's more consistent and they're like it's so good oh man it's so heavy it's great 
Yeah, it's a groove. It's just a groove. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like great spaces. And not just that, like the spaces leading up to those particular grooves that I'm talking about have their own really good sound. This is what I was saying with Oblivion before, where the start of the song just lost, it, lost its touch because I'm listening for those groovy moments in the song, where I reckon A L'Aube de l'Enfer has... That was not bad. Um, that was pretty good. Has like the atmosphere and the sound of each part leading up to those grooves are equally as good as the grooves and then they contrast and help them be good because they're sort of like good in their own way and different and then yep. good in their own way and different and then you know it moves really well it, it progresses really well that's what i like about it at least Shit, yeah. that's why uh, yeah this song is a whew, i say it's a nine on this album a nine yeah it's a Holy nine crap it's really good Man, yeah, I mean, for sure it is, yeah. This song it's makes awesome. me bop, and as I've said in every one... It makes me bop too. It makes me bop, and any song that makes me go, mm, yes, thank <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That's actually uh, true. This, this uh, song... Yeah! <laughs> 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 um, oh, no. Yeah, this song, uh, it makes me bop too. Yeah. And I'd actually initially written 7 out of 10. Because I remember, like, listening to this album, knowing this one I really liked, and thinking, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to give that a massive rating when I sit down and critically look at it. And then tonight, when I sat down and listened to it, I was like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Not, But it wasn't as good as I remembered. But now remembering it again, yeah, I'm you're like, like, oh yeah. It's actually so good. So yeah. I give it an 8 out of 10. Because of the same thing is because like, it's just a rhythmic bop. It's a like, rhythmic bop, and it's just, it's just, it's deathcore, but it's a ryth think, rhythmic bop. Uh, yeah, the bit that really gets me is that breakdown in the middle, what's, I don't even know if you really call it a breakdown, but it's like the, the, oh, yeah, <laughs> but like, even then, like, you know, we're talking about, like, it's just a riff, really. Yeah, yeah, And it's just got this such diversity, it's not, it doesn't sound like deathcore at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's in there, and it fits. But it's deathcore, because it's and in it a deathcore song. it goes back to song. being silly heavy. Yeah. Oh, dummy so heavy. Good. Dummy heavy. Just like stank mm. heavy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh. That shit bussin'. 8 out of 10. Let's go. <laughs> that shit bussin'. <laughs> bussin'. Should we move on to song ten, uh, 7? Not 10. Mm, song number 7. The, the Blavik Sun. <laughs> Black Sun. It doesn't do a lot for me until maybe the pre-chorus and the chorus, um, which is, I guess, this song's sem sort of unique in that sense that it actually has a bit of a more of that verse-chorus structure. structure. Mm. Yeah. Um, but from there on in, it's such a good song. Um, but I feel like it's lost a bit of its way for a good portion of that. Um, also, I reckon it might be the closest thing to a quiet song on the album. So, I've got a mouthful of beer left here. What else would be the quiet song? Oh. Because, I mean, it's definitely not quiet, but... I'd no say way. the last song in the album is that quiet song. Behold Thy King? Hmm. For when we're talking about Deathcore, everything is go, go, go. It's either the first song or the last song. For me, on this album, that I can remember. Unless I'm forgetting. Alright. Maybe this wasn't the heavy... The, the, I'll save this one warm 
like this room temperature mouthful of beer I'm, for the last time. Then. I'm all out. No, I might have to get another one before then. I'm going to have to get another one. I'm going to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, so yeah, once it starts to pick up a bit um, and it gets fast and got the, the groove and everything, mm, I really start got to enjoy it. It's got groove, this one. Um, and there's, oh man, there's that fucking funny little breakdown in the middle. The and then um, there's like this this sort of relatively simple overlaying guitar riff that goes over like this pre-breakdown, sort of about halfway through the song. So there's like a pre-breakdown and then there's like a proper breakdown. And there's like a cool little guitar riff over the top of that. And that draws me into it, like most of the songs with a cool riff in it. And man, yeah. Oh, and then what we were saying before, like his vocal range, this is probably where he demonstrates his most filthiest lows that I can at least remember from this album like right at the end he's got yeah. like some super 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 lows and like halfway through visceral. the song halfway through the song yeah. he does like uh, when it goes like every man every man suffers in quiet desperation <laughs> that's a good lyric yeah and then it just goes like it drops and then it drops again yeah okay. yeah and then he, he's just like doing these like massive, big, loud, round, full <laughs> round. lows. It's true. Man, yeah. So, but it's good song on the album, but mm. not my favorite compared to a lot of the others. It's a good not middle of the album. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's a good little. It's got good riffs. It's really good. Yeah. Like most of the songs in the album, I yeah can't fault it greatly i gave it a six out of ten it's like it's good yeah it's not amazing I, i'd probably say i'd probably say the last from the center of the song onwards is the best part of the song yeah exactly yeah it's um, like half the song is like, like half, this is just fine half the song is good half, like, this is awesome and the last half is like what you wanted the whole song to be yeah exactly yeah, yeah. because it's like yeah they got that really good groove in it and stop starts and like they're just like the gutter is coming in here and there and you're just like it's just like this random like note note on note off and he's just like Bleh. and you're like you weren't even speaking bro and he just like throws in a scream <laughs> he's like oh okay yeah, yeah guess we're doing that yeah and no, then yeah. like i don't know to the children of the blackened sun oh yes. the blackened sky oh so man. good so what do so you give it so strong this song you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this album was inspired by Dark Souls as well. Do you reckon? Because Black Sun, I'm thinking the dark sign in the sky, and Blood Moon, the Blood Dude, Moon, you... Demon Souls. I, I got no idea. You know, I'm just saying, because if I ever write an album myself, like the Impure, Sword Adherent, like, come on, Oblivion... I, I don't know, man. I only play muck. <laughs> muck. I just play muck. Everybody join us on Discord to play muck. Yeah. Join my Discord and we'll play muck. <laughs> Big group mucking. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I'll probably give this song... I'll probably give this song a 6 out of 10. Like, it is good. Like It's it's, it's exactly what you said. The, the, this. It's, it's the um, half bottom of the heavy. Yeah. yeah, the second half of the song, you're like, if, that's, if what, I, that's song, what I was here for. Yeah, if the whole song was the back half of the song, 
like the whole song sounded like the back half of the song. Yeah. It's Chef's a prawn. Kiss, that would have been like, a, been a nine. Rip the head off and eat the the back end. Eat the bummy. Pull out the poo. <laughs> pull out the poo vein. Yeah, got to go get to pull out the poo shoot. <laughs> the poo shoot. <laughs> My poo shooting baby is driving me crazy. That's all that reminded me of for some reason. Oh, I'm not having a heart attack. Your, your joke wasn't so funny. I'm having a heart attack. I've just got sore. Oh, bruising okay. here. I, I, I made Incidentally, you laugh into pain. your joke gave me a heart attack. <laughs> wasn't even a good one, bro. Poop shooting baby. Your poop shooting baby. Hey, like, what do you, you rate him in? I gave him a six as well. Out of ten. Five out of seven. Yeah. Cool. That's fair enough. Full marks. All um, right. Song yeah. number eight. We've got the finite, infinite. Well, how does that make any it's sense? An oxymoron. How is it forever when it's limited? Really makes you thinking emoji. <laughs> um, it's the eyebrow. Uh, was... I can't <laughs> you, you got the eyebrows for it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, wow, <laughs> lower that eyebrow. And the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Finite Infinite. I like this one quite a lot, and once again, I, th- I think it's because it's one of the more guitar, lead guitar-driven songs, and it's got another kick-ass guitar solo on this song. Yeah. So it gets me going. I, th- I feel like, yeah, in those moments where I was listening to this, this album, like, like while I was doing other things, it was um, the guitar parts of all these songs where I was just like, oh shit, what is that song? Like, I need to figure out what that song is. But yeah, I, I think... You know, this this song, what this song does well, and actually this whole album, is that it sort of marries the melody and the rhythm really well together. Sure like, does. Like, I mean, that's sort of a prerequisite for music, but like, I don't know, it, they've done it in such a way that you can appreciate it quite a lot in this album, yeah. and I think this song does it really well. Um, you you'll see a lot of um, <clears throat> you'll see a lot of not so nice contrast in other deathcore yeah you know i know yeah, what you're saying a, i know what you're saying you you'll see discordant. like this really like heavy 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 and then this really random um like moment which sounds great in itself but it doesn't make sense with the rest of the song yeah where they're doing these crazy ass riffs and these crazy ass drumming and these crazy ass vocals throughout the song and it matches the rest of the song the whole way through yeah um although the only part that it doesn't match. I, I, I think it's cool in its own way, but there's like a breakdown right in the middle of this song. It just stops, yeah. goes into this breakdown, and I don't know what timing that's meant to be in. I think they made it up. No, 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 it's something else. No? Because I remember listening to it, and I was just like, like, it just made, I feel like I'm, like I short-circuited or something trying to, process it like Dude, that it was one's just so good so weird oh, it was good it was just like bizarro world tuning like oh, um, yeah. timing i just had no idea what, what was going on i mean it's, it's cool i like that sometimes 
As you yawn. (laughs) It's cool sometimes, man. It's quite late. Um, But yeah, and then the other thing I liked about the song is there's like those male choir parts near the end. Yeah. And uh, that I'll I'll quickly pitch in there. That's what this song does fantastically and more than all of the rest of them. It's grand. It's epic. It's yes, it's, epic. It's epic. It, this it gives song, me like an it make like an empowering feeling. Yeah, and like, it's because of the chanting going on like throughout the song. Like you'll have like those riffages and those moments, and you'll have like a ah, 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 yeah like in the back, and you're like, it's getting bigger. Feel like it's a filling up the Viking mood. or something. Yeah, it's very Viking related. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, very yep. big. I like that. Um, and it's like and it's good. Stuff. But so, I think I know what you're talking about with the middle middle breakdown, and it's just like comes out of nowhere. It's weird, like it, it's so disjointed. I'm trying to remember the, rest the chorus, of the song. and then and it then like it, it's just, just like, stops, and then it goes. Like, I got no idea, man. It just it completely yeah, it goes. Me. It goes like dun 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 dun, and then the breakdown starts, and it's just like. It's, it's, oh, if I didn't know better, I would call it sloppy, but it's not sloppy because it's all there and it adds up, but it's also like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. That's it's right in the middle of it's the like song. It's like I got hit by a bus. Right in the middle of the song. I know what you're and talking about. And then got up and walked away from it. But I like it. I reckon it's good. Yeah, and I like it. Actually, right after that breakdown, there's a, um, there's this moment in it where he sort of like screams real, real pitchy. And it's almost like, it reminds me of like Hunt the Dinosaur. Oh yeah, yeah. God, it's kind of it's kind of like talking about being hit by a bus. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's uh, saying. Hunt the it? dinosaurs like being roll, run over by a steamroller, <laughs> and then back, and then he reverses and then back, over back over you. Um, and you were like, "That was awesome. Do it again." <laughs> yeah. While you're thinking about drugs, that's it. <laughs> oh the yeah, the part right after that massive breakdown in the center, he's got this like. He's got this sort of like, I don't know, it sounds like he's talking back to his mum. I don't know what he's saying. What? No, no, it's the best way I can explain it right now. But it sounds like, the way that it sort of sounds like the music sort of sounds with these vocals. He's just like, it sounds like he's talking back to somebody. Like he's mocking someone. You know what I mean? Like after that big breakdown, like check it out again. It's just like, it's it's like, that sounds so cool. Yeah, it's like the breakdown was something and now he's like, He's gone like back and he's infinite. like, oh, the finite infinite. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like that. It's like he's saying something like that. But he's okay. like, so, he's sort of speaking this pitch, like this high thing, going like, okay. it sounds like this sort of like, skibbity bop bop. End of the song's breakdown. What do you think? Uh, that last breakdown is just stank face. It's just stank face. It's just so heavy. It's almost like unnecessarily heavy. No, there's no such thing. It's just yeah, it's so heavy. disgustingly heavy. I like it though. Mm. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. 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 I probably... Just yeah. I like it. I probably like it a little bit more. No, I'll yep. probably give it a 7 out of 10. You're probably right there. You're right. Sweet. Seven out of ten. That's a happy seven out of ten too. Hell good, yeah, good brother! Song. Good song. 
Good song. All right, now the real question is, and the elephant in the room, who's going to work out how to say this next song? Yeah, I mean, like, um, I love the l'enfer was it one thing, but who wants to go first? I'll go first. Disipuli Otem Tenebris. I'm going to guess Disipuli 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 Otem Tenebri. Tenebri. Tenebris. Yeah, you wouldn't say the S at you wouldn't well, say the it's S Latin, there, so maybe you do say the S. I don't know. I don't know the difference. I'm thinking Obviously. like in Italian you wouldn't say you wouldn't say the C in Disempuli. Uh, dis- Discampuli. Dis- no, you just say Disempuli. Dis- oh, it just be disciple. Dis- yeah. Yeah, disciple. Dis-puli. Yeah. What is it? Disempuli or tem tenebris. Discipuli autem tenebris. Well, apparently the translation is just students holds. Discipuli autem tenebris. Which translates to students holds. Maybe it's just a crappy translation. Song 9. Disciple of Darkness, bro. That makes so much more sense. Disciples of Darkness. Students holds. Fuck you, Google Translate. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so shit. Bruh. 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 This is probably one of the weakest songs in the album for me. The only really? thing that I took away from it that I kind of liked is that, like breakdowns in it of which there are many are all like crazy out of control psychopathic kind of like you just don't know what's going to happen when the next breakdown comes yeah it is very very breakdown centric like Like, yeah like nearly the whole song is just like breakdown after breakdown after breakdown which is not a criticism at all it's just the criticism is i'm just like uh you know, maybe it just pales, I guess, to the rest of the album for me because I do like a lot of the other stuff. But yeah, this was just like a bit of a breakdown fest, which was fun. But that's just yeah. it for me. It's, it doesn't maybe have a lot of substance. It was just a lot of like just weird breakdowns. I can't even describe them. They were just so bizarre. So that I don't have much to say. And I gave it a five out of Whoa. ten. Dude, that like real heavy part right in the like like one third of the way through the song. He goes, let us revel in their suffering, minions. Let's conquer this night. Rain hell on the holy, off with their heads, fill it with blight. Darkness bestows, evil knows no fame. I am here, I am king, bring me to the light. Okay. Like, this gets a 6 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking heavy. That's oh, insane. I love lyrics like that. It's like, um, I like all those lyrics that like depict old like conquering and war and shit. Yeah. Like um Periphery's Blood Eagle. Yeah. It's just like um Oh man, but like that song has so many more connotations after Vikings though. After I learned what the yeah, Blood well, Eagle right. was. Holy moly man. Yeah, I didn't know it until you guys which makes sense because like the um the lyrics are like literally it's describing that. Rip the body from the bone now, spread the heavens wings. Show Valhalla glory and memory. Let them, let them, let the Christians sing, as in scream. Oh. 
Um, but the lyric from that song from Blood Eagle that sounds, you know, like it's just the, the war, invoking war sort of lyric is, um, oh, fucking hell. Pour out the tide of the Valkyries. The land is ours to claim. No man or woman escape the fire. <laughs> so heavy. So heavy. <sighs> King of the North and Norse, with drums beating, screams repeating, and the hammer force of Thor. Surrender not enough. We'll let them bleed. All right, all right, all right. Tonight. That's all right different album now. Whole um, different song. However, we'll- it's giving us blood eagle vibes yeah blood eagle vibes it's giving us blood eagle vibes those lyrics um this song and because i'm a sucker for a a breakdown i love this song um all right it's pretty much as you said it's pretty much heavy the whole way through it's breakdown after breakdown and it gets heavier um but then sort of like after midway through the song they do this sort of like real choppy groovy bit as well and it sort of brings it back to that style and that's what i love about these guys it's that little groove in in the in the songs and obviously i just looked up a little bit more of the lyrics and and just made sense of a couple of things that he yells out and wow like so much more passion in there with that can't get passion like that Um, can't get passion like that but it's cool it's cool because he does a couple of different things as well like sort of at the end of the song he's got this part where he puts this like reverb like echoey thing on his voice um and he does this sort of like yeah yeah, he does a sort of like reverb, like echoey, like or something. Uh, so it sounds like he's at a hallway. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it sounds like the echo in a hallway, and it's just like sort of like bouncing off as he's like saying this thing, and there's no music yeah. around it. He's just sort of he's just sort of yelling this part out, and it's just like I don't know, it's just cool. Like I reckon it's just a bit different. I reckon this is a better, this is a better um, sword adherent for me. Because it's heavy the whole way through. They don't do too many like groovy bits, but they have that got that one really good one, um, and then the awesome solo at the end. Yeah, there's a cool solo at the end. Incredible solo yeah, for for me sitting here saying I love the solos, up. and then we're like, oh, this is all breakdowns. But yes, it does have a really really mm. good solo. So. Maybe, maybe really I was fast. a little bit rough. Maybe it's worth a six, especially because the lyrics and the cool it's solo. Really fast. Yeah. Um, and it ends on the solo. Like with that, like nice many sort of, of these like, songs do. Like ends on the solo with that at the end, and it's over. Nice it's and, ogre. It's ogre. Ogre magi. Donkey. Um, Donkey. Get out of my swamp. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, uh, I give it. I give it a seven. I give it a seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, Book a Nile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking book you know, one day i hope we can get an interview with her <laughs> you know what uh, we're here with uh imagine <laughs> with book and uh, oh my god what's happening yeah. Booker. all right <laughs> should have right. hate it so you speak like connect on swapcast what up Booker? disconnects <laughs> Or the whole interview, uh, we don't say anything, and then right at the very end, <laughs> we're like, can we please say it? And she's like, all right, one time. And we're like, see you later, booker! <laughs> uh, all right. Um, song number last, 10. No, penultimate song, not last song. 
song number 10. Did I say the last song? No, I was about to say the last song, but it's not. It's a um, second last song of the album. The Blood Moon, part of the self-title. Interesting title, titling sort of stylization too. I yeah. Should, we haven't even talked about that. That's like the, well, the, the V for the A is cute and all that. But like the way it's like the black sun and then like the pipe symbol. Yeah. And that's included in both the title and of the album and also in the song. And then obviously, yeah, the following next. You know what I haven't title. done? I haven't listened to the black sun and the blood moon one after the other. Do you reckon there's a secret track waiting to be found, mate? Maybe. It's not a Tool album. Maybe. I wouldn't put it past these boys. I wouldn't put it past them that they li- that they play from software games either. <laughs> Either way, this uh, this song has CJ McMahon from Thy Art Is Murder. We've already done an album review of uh, one of their albums, Thy Art's Holy War. <clears throat> Go check it out. And we've spoken highly and a lot about Thy Art and CJ. Um, yeah. as they are a big fan. Like I a big, don't think I could speak much higher of that yeah, band. We're, we're already comparing it. We, Owen started off by comparing this album to them, by the way. So, yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. This is great. He has one small moment at the end of the song and he really comes in and shows his, his, uh, his rattle. There's nothing about that moment that's small. It's big moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll agree. Go for very long, there is for one sure. small moment at the end of this song where CJ makes that very small amount of time very large. Yeah. With his big meaty man body. It's I I wrote that CJ is unmistakable in this song. Like as soon as oh, like, 100%. you know when you're like, you know, there's a there's a a feature artist like, on a for track instance, and you're Mark like, Poyter. Mark Poyter. Mark like, Poyter in Oblivion. Vocals sort of blend in a lot to this. So if you weren't concentrating, you might miss him. Not to disparage him at all, of course. He's so good. But he, he, it, 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 he's he got a very similar sort of vocalization to um, old mate. Will. Um, Will Ramos. And, but CJ, no one's like CJ. So when, yeah, when CJ comes in, unique. you're like, oh, there he is. You could be not paying attention and you'd be like, CJ. It, it sticks out like dog's balls, man. It does. It's, it's like big red so ones. So awesome. Big red doggy balls. Yeah. And a rocket <laughs> too. The Blood Moon. Uh, this is a very good song. It starts yes. off. Oh, it's just already. It's like got a great atmosphere right from the get go. All right. Yep. So, so that's it. That's, I think that's one of the parts that called me to it from the beginning is because it's got such a great great feeling and vibe to it right off the right off the start you know it's got that um and like um i know it probably sounds the same if you haven't heard the song but listen to it it's got this like crazy crazy cover over it all and um this wash out to it and guitar this, chords yeah and this great like momentary just like oh okay it's happening um and then it's so high intensity that the little fills in between, what they do is they've got these like stop start, and it goes again. So it like yeah. gives you a moment to breathe, and then it goes again. Um, and that really cool. That's really cool for me. I reckon that slaps so bad. 
I don't know what he's saying either, but all I know is that his vocals sound like they're poetic in this. No. <laughs> if I had to take a stab. If I had to take a stab. Like How can you listen to that others, screaming shit? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly right. But the way, the way he is wording everything, it's very, very... It feels very nice with the music. Um, yep. They go into their like real heavy yeah. part after that, which is nice again. But it's poetic in the sense of um, like the meter of how he's delivering it, rather than what's being said. Yes, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's it's about how he sings it. Yep. Um, and then they do it twice in this song, where sort of after that they go, they have this really. And he goes like, he's just like, oh, the words for that. We'll have to figure them out. But he's just like saying like, do, 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 blah, 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 blah. And it's so good. It's That's just kind of overliancy. It is overliancy, but it catches you so off guard. Yeah. Because he's just doing this. a lot. Like, this whole album, like, you think you've got to figure it figured out. Yeah. And then it's just like, Oh, oh, hang on. Sorry, they've done something strange here. Oh, hang and on it, a minute. And, and, and it like reengages your attention. Like yeah, you've not, thrown like, me off. You, you think you get it. You think you understand it. You you get comfortable, and then they're like, right, I kick him up the bum a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Put throw something else in there. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. So, yeah. And then, sort of after that moment, after that moment, I, I, it goes back to having that really, really good atmosphere, really great movement. You know, like they've got that really good flow with the guitar and like the swing of the song after that, um, until they break down where they say, this is genocide. And it makes me think yeah. of thy art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's thy art to a T. But that's real heavy in that moment as well. Yeah. I think it's quite that's ironic that CJ's on the song where they say, this is genocide. Yeah. What's, is that a, a lyric, an actual lyric in a thy art song? Um, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. It just sounds so thyarty. It does. Yeah. Tell me what, what rating you give it. Uh, all right. This song gets an happy eight. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, nah, it gets an eight. All right. So. Happy eight. Sorry. Let me let me. Quit. Happy eight or an ecstatic seven. An ecstatic eight. It's just got great great moments in this song. Great moments in the song. Right at the very end, CJ comes in and does his little part. They stop everything. Yeah, it's like they just pay. They they part the seas, and then it, CJ it is. standing in the middle. It's like they middle. part the seas, and CJ is Moses. Which I think. Oh, CJ and hey, has I'm the missing, power I'm to missing do with the his part. Voice. Sort of, I'm missing the part right before that as well. Before CJ's part, where they've got that like really crazy weird riff again, where they just throw you off with like the. And that part, like, that's great. And then it stops. Everything stops and it really does. Like it just closes off and like Owen said, it parts the sea. And then all of a sudden there's this like amazing amount of sound that is just lost for a second. And you're like, what is going to fill this empty yeah, space? Man. It actually and invokes that sort of image. Yeah, like it does. It does. It, it, it pulls everything out and you're like, what is going to fill this space? And then you get the dun 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 and then CJ coming in with his yeah. perfect, perfect um, just vocals so just coming in and filling in that gap. Yeah. 
him right off the get-go you're just like oh no one There's can no scream doubt. like that no one sounds like and that. you know he's you know you know he's like this far away from the mic like the mic's down <laughs> here and he's just like oh, and you can that still can hear him so fucking loud he's so loud seriously the loudest one he's of the, the mic, like, yeah. loudest sounds i've ever heard a human oh. being make while looking so effortless while doing yeah. it unreal it's amazing absolutely unreal and uh he comes in and he pretty much i don't know what he says but he finishes off with saying, this world is mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's so oh. heavy. And it's just, oh, it's so heavy. It's possibly the heavy, well, I want to say it's the heaviest part of this whole Could song, but heaviest. I don't think it is. Oh, this, uh... that, sorry, it's well, the I heaviest part it of this, I think it's the heavy part of the song, but of the album, sorry, is what I was oh. saying. I don't think it's the heaviest part of the whole album. That's so hard to pick. But yeah, because they have some crazy moments. Oh, man, but I, I reckon Behold Thy King's got the heaviest breakdown in it. Well, we're nearly there, so. Um, what'd you give it? An eight. Yeah, an eight. I like this one. An ecstatic eight. eight, by the way. An ecstatic eight. Um, I think what I, what I like most about this is it's got all the elements that I like in an, in the songs that I like in this album. So it's got like the cool riffs. It's got filthy breakdowns. It's got yeah. the groove. It's got groove. The, the guitar solos are like mesmerizing like you just get lost in them yeah and then and then and there's like weird bits still to catch you off guard like there's like there's some weird mixing they do in the breakdown right before cj's part like the little weird little it's the like they cut bits out yeah oh it's just good it's sort of like and a then, hop step or um what is it called glitch hop yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. sort of glitch hoppy yeah, yeah just like just cool as just Literally, it's like they've gone into, like, in the recording and they've just selected chunks and deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> and <then> it goes... <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Now play yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I gave it an 8 out of 10 as well. An ecstatic 8 out of 10. An ecstatic 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's, yeah. De- it's deserving of an 8 out of 10. Oh, man, uh, so good. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of those ones. It's like Blood Moon off, um, off Make Them Suffer. Yeah. Uh, like off old what, you're souls. waiting for this song? Yeah. It, it, not Except that you're waiting the for it, song on the album. <laughs> hey? Except this is the penultimate song on the album, whereas yeah, Blood Moon yeah, still got half all of the go. song. Yeah, I love all of these songs, but yeah. I reckon I reckon this is the one that you'd show somebody to first get them. Like, if you had a deathcore friend, you'd go, listen to this song. Yeah. And they don't know these guys. You go, listen to this song, and now listen to the rest of the album. You'd be like, the hell? You know yeah. what I mean? It's got like a good amount of everything and then you got CJ coming in to back you up. Yeah. If, that, if CJ's word isn't good enough, then nothing is. Exactly right. All right. Let's move on. Final song. I'm going to give you all a uh, spoiler. This is my favorite song. Ooh. Behold, yeah, thy king. I love the atmosphere of this song. Me too. This That's what song, it's got that big atmospheric sound. This song is like if if Old Mate Before wasn't grand and epic, this song is, this is so it. big. You know what? I can't help but <sighs> sort of mentally invoke this image of like, especially when it's like the behold, yeah, thy king. like it's like of a choir. Someone? No, I feel like it's like someone standing atop like a 
mountain in a storm with the wind coming at their face. Oh, like and proper like, Viking. You're like, at, yeah. at Mother Nature and fucking tell Curse them who's you boss. and your bugs. Be, oh, oh, it's so powerful, it's dude. It's so powerful. And not just that, like, it's like it starts off with that, like, massive, immersive... Yeah. Well, it starts like, and finishes with that. Boom. Like, right? And mm. then it stops. And then you move into the song and they go straight into some, like, cool, groovy, like, relaxed, like... Yeah. It doesn't stop. It keeps going. They keep going. And then they just get heavier and heavier, like, getting that, like, nice, chunky, filly bits in there. Um and then some slow bits, you know, like just, and he's still just vocal ranges going off fire, right? And then you get to the end of the song. Oh, man. Oh, and it doesn't, what like, a it doesn't finish. feel like, it doesn't feel like it's six minutes either. Again, this is one of those songs that just doesn't oh feel God, like it's, it's a six, six minute, minute song. song. It just, I didn't even realize. Yeah, it goes too quick because it's so good. Yeah. Because, oh, oh God. Um, so like, okay. Let me let me get my head straight. Three quarters of the way through the song, they do this crazy, cool, fun groove again. And once again, you're bopping, so you know that I like it. Bopping around, and you're like hearing it, and it's just immersive. Like, it's immersive. Like, the the way that they fill in the gaps is insane. With all of the songs on this album, the way that they fill in the spots between verses and chorus and verse, the moments are so technical and them themselves are like crazy timed and crazy motioned and i think this song is the perfect way to wrap up um yes. this album because 100%. it's so big they started off with that creepy and immersive um you know really relaxed guitar with the first song on the album with uh yeah Ad adversary and then they end with behold thy king and it is i adversary i comma adversary and then the mm. last song is Behold, comma, yeah. Thy King. You know, yeah. I, I think it really wraps up really nicely with like little play on words there as well. Yeah. Bookends. Fucking hell, the end of the song's breakdown with Behold Thy King. Oh right God. before he does it is just mind-boggling of how I cannot help is. but get goosebumps. Oh, man, it's, to given, it's given me goosebumps now. I'm just thinking that. about it. It's... Oh. It's so just empowering like behold the king upon us i don't have a lot to add to be honest i it's so powerful in that epic sound i guess yeah like like in the very meaning of the word epic and awesome in the very meaning of the word awesome like it, it invokes awe it and, does like, it, it's you're insane. sort of like sitting there you're not like this song's so good that you're not sitting there going, that was good, that was good. You're sitting there with your jaw drop, not moving, going, yeah, what's what's happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole way through, and that's something mm -hmm. to be proud of. The ending, because this song is just a perfect ending to the album, period. Yep. But like the ending of this song is, is the just, perfect ending like, of any song. <laughs> yeah, like it's just... <laughs> such a heavy it's like they just thought like righto get, bring out your a game here and had this this slow super super heavy breakdown yeah and then to have it just finish with like this quiet ambient sound that dun, 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 tra trails dun. off and oh my god dun, so fucking dun, dun, good dun. 
dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's so big. And not, it's just and then, so big. But and, and also like having another having like probably the most climatic behold by king part. Yeah. Like right at the end and I mean yeah, geez. With, like the, with the chant behind it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so powerful. So yeah, it, it just yeah. it just leaves you dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah. This song this song's a uh, nine for me as well. Wow. I gave it an eight. Yeah. So You gave no nines out. Well, I almost gave The Impure a nine. The Impure is a good song. But now that I think about this song more, I'd always put it on the same level as The Impure. So I actually don't... It's going to be... I'm going to have to decide in a sec, but I don't know which one my favourite is out of those two. Well, I'm the same between Alourbe de l'Enfer L'Enfer and Behold Thy King because they're the two that I rated my nines. Right. Well, I think we're up to that. Well, so, that was a very good album, and I'm really glad that we got to talk yeah, about me it. Too. I feel I'm glad like I've I just taken spoke the time a... to listen to it more. I I feel like... You've gifted me something here, Paul. I feel like I haven't spoken about anything like in depth of each song in specific, but I feel like I've talked about just talked about what happens in the songs. Um, just thinking back now, like most of the stuff that I've said, and that's just no, like, but that's okay. That's it's just the songs are so powerful. Like every one of these songs is so powerful and got so much motion and raw, just like strength to it. You know what I mean? Give us your favorite song. My favorite song. It's a very very hard struggle between the two, but behold, thy king, and uh Allo, go again. Alobe de l'enfer. Alobe de l'enfer uh, is my favorite song on this album. I just reckon for a small snippet of like something that I love right there, it's like I could listen to that song a lot and just be mm. like, oh, it's just so good every single time. And I have done that. Um, whereas Behold Thy King, it's so epic, but it fits better as like. It's not a standalone song. It no, fits it better the at the end, end of, of the, the album. album. Yeah. So it sounds better at the end of the album. You know what I mean? Like at the very end, if you're listening to the whole album, you just be like, the last taste in your mouth is, man, yes. they had some weird it's times. It's and, and Behold Thy King. Wow. That's the last thing you remember. But it's if important. you're like picking out one song to listen to, Alors de l'Enfer is... Whoa, just so fucking thick well in that case because like you just said I was like a bit conflicted about whether Behold Thy King might be my favourite but in that context then The Impure is probably is my favourite yeah. because it's yeah it's a standalone I mean look it's, this is absolutely obviously not to say that Behold My King standalone isn't an amazing song and I would <laughs> listen to it by itself Excuse me. But but it's so much you get more out of it with it having been the last song. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, The, the Impure and really I Love De L'Enfer in the same token are just like, I, I'll pop that on and I'll get as much out of it as have I just listened to the rest of the yeah, album. You, so. you sort of get all of the best parts of Awakening Providence. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get all of the good parts that you like about the whole album in that one song. Whereas Behold yeah. Thy King, you, you get a little <laughs> bit of those moments, but... It just doesn't sit as the climax. <laughs> it's just someone else. It's someone else altogether. Yeah, it's something else. Like it's. Um, but yeah, it's the impure. 
and, yeah. and mostly because it's got a lot of my favorite thing about this album which is the the, the riffs like this is riff central really it's a, it's a one-way ticket to riff city with a stopover at breakdown station riff snitty riff snitty nice man um what was your least favorite song um now I've got to pronounce it again. Discipuli or Tem Tenebris. Discipuli. 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 Tem Tenebris. The fucking Latin one. Tem Tenebris. I am. Or Tem Tenebris. Discipuli or Tem Tenebris. You pronounced it like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's the same word as we pronounced. I yeah, just sort of keep fucking it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, when when I listen to this album, um, when I've listened to this last you know week or so, it's like you know I didn't know it really well at the start, so I was effectively listening to a brand new album, and by the end of it, I was sort of like listening. I know, and I remembered how the songs would go, and I'd be like, oh, it's this song, this song is good, and I'd like be like, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I love this next bit coming up. This song, probably as much as it's cool and I enjoy listening to it, I'm just like I don't remember any parts that are coming where up. is it yeah yeah i'm just like put it, this song comes on and i'm just like oh okay well, right okay this is the this is this song with the breakdowns and stuff <laughs> and whereas like all the other songs like i can i, I now remember it like yeah. i'm ready for what's coming next and I get excited about it yeah so yeah there's just song just sort of but as a whole yeah. how is this album oh so good like as a whole like Honestly, like, if you're going to put an album onto... Like, this is why I said at the start, like, I've listened to this album so many times. Just because, you know, it's constantly doing this, like, up and down and up and down. Like, it's going like that the whole way through. you got heavy, and then you've got, like, upbeat, like... And you're like, and then back down, and then you're doing that the whole way through. And then you get that epic finish with Behold Thy King. You know what I mean? Like, that's why... Like, this, this album as a whole is such a good piece of work it's so so underrated yeah under yeah, it under, is really underrated yeah it deserves so much more attention i can't believe that it's not like you know one of the bigger metal albums like it's fucking awesome um what was your least favorite song uh a cataclysmic eternal was my least favorite yeah. um it sort of sits awkwardly between the impure and oblivion <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah I guess so I sort of yeah that's I, true because it, the, Oblivion good. and the Impure is so amazing and then there's yeah. this song that's just hello and, Arby, and it is good me? like it is very oh hello Arby keep talking it is very very good like it's a great song but it just I don't know it's just when you it's like a uh, it's like a it's like a some lilies between two rose bushes it's like oh these are nice but what are they doing here nah yes and no like they're nice on their own like they're nice separate and they're nice in that order as well but when you've got two rose bushes to look at with beautiful roses you're not looking at the lilies are you no that's right and that's all it is (laughs) unless you love lilies and then go for it it's a great song it's a great lily but uh, the, this whole album's just so good. That's that's my least favorite. I think I gave it a, a six. I think, yeah. Um, and like a six out of ten is the lowest song. I gave everything else something higher. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. 
it's yeah. such an album like one day if we ever have an album out and somebody gives us a six as our lowest for the entire album and everything yeah, else is higher very i'd be very that. happy in in scoring wise like what have i given a 10 i've given discoveries yeah the song a 10 that's it, I think. And that's it. The rest I've given nine is my the highest. The only tens that have come is Discoveries and... Um, a, vet, a vet gave... Um, a vet gave... A Child uh, We Lost. A Child We Lost uh, a 10. Yeah. And then... And I didn't give any. BK gave Lightbearer a 10. Yeah. I haven't given anything a 10 yet. So. But, but they, I but just haven't had, had the right album to give that's it to right. you. That's exactly right. And, and I, I was, I'm, let me tell you, I have tens. Don't worry about that. It's it's not about having them. It's about the fact that a 10 has to... Like, we, we are critically analyzing these things. Yeah. And truth is, if it was so easy to get a 10 in a song, you sort of defeat the purpose of it. Yeah. There yeah. has to be something wrong with certain music. Like, yeah. you know, nothing's going oh, to cater to... That. It's just Nothing's like... going to cater to an individual perfectly like yeah, that it's exactly you know, right discoveries yeah. only caters to me because i've found an outside connection with that song i've got like yeah. you know you know when like for instance you start dating somebody and like a song plays on your first date and then from then on whenever you hear that song you think about your first yeah. date or yeah. when a grandparent dies or a parent dies and you know well you know sound like that music like, can be pretty linked to memory exactly right like i've got a weird one like for instance Polyanarchy, right, by Hermitude, right? Yep. It's a techno album, right? More or less, singing and mm. techno. Techno. <clears throat> well, it's, it's EDM. It's EDM, okay, <laughs> sure, whatever. I don't, is, I don't yeah. really listen to it, that sort of stuff that much, but I like what I hear and I listen to what I like. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so that album came out, or at least I started listening to it around when my grandma passed away. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and there's songs on there. Like, every song is, like, upbeat and sort of, like, dance music-y and sort of, like, oh, this is cool. Um, but there's even certain songs on there that I don't like that now I like because that week or those three or four weeks while she was passing away and we went through all the rigmarole in there where I listened to this album on nonstop, just wow. flat out because I couldn't think of any other songs to listen to. I couldn't think of any other albums and I just kept listening to this album over and over and over. Like a passive distraction. Yeah, it was like a distraction. And uh, it's the same for my uh, my little sister. She used to listen because she showed me this album at that time. And it's the same for my cousin because I showed her this album when she came up when my grandma was passing away. She stayed yep. at our house quite a lot. Um, so we listened to this album quite a lot. And now every time I hear this album, I think I make connections. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. The only, like, I'd give songs on this album a 10, not because they deserve a 10 for them themselves, yeah. but because of my connection with that song is so much more. Like, I, I can't. It's so much more important. It's than so much more important, isn't it? It's what makes music so subjective, man. <laughs> like, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, it's music is subjective in the sense that everyone has different tastes, but I feel like music is transcends a level of subjectivity personally between people. You know, you and I could love a song for identical reasons. Like, yeah. literally could have the exact same affinity from a technical standpoint about what we like about that song, but have drastically different opinions of it in general because of how it makes us feel for exactly one reason right. or another and for our own experiences and stuff. And that's why there's nothing wrong with country music. Except for that. That's fucked. <laughs> 
Nah, some countries are right. I will so, say, we, pro- I don't like the poppy country stuff. Like, I'm not a big fan of like Luke Bryant and yeah. Lee Koenig and that. I don't know shit. any of their names. I just know the one about the guy with the green tractor, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> no, it's probably a, probably a, uh, let, uh, let me. What's his name? Bryant. Matt Corby for sure. <laughs> Matt Corby country uh, music. Maddie Smokes, yeah. Um, Maddie Smokes. <laughs> Maddie Smokes country. Uh, for instance, let me let me. I'll break it down one more step for you, is because we always have like a little moment after the podcast, and now we're talking about this. On that album, Polyanarchy by Hermitude, there's a song called Few. P H E W, right? There's no way that I'd listen to a song like that, right? There is no way that I'd go out of my way to listen to a song like that. But I now like that song, right? Listen to it, Owen. Yeah, I'm putting it on. There's no way that I would just in- inherently go and listen to this song, right? But what she does is she says this, she sort of like sings and then she goes, few with the cash, few, few, few with the way, da, 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 few, few. And she says few, right? Like few, like get rid of it, right? And my grandmother oh, used just to- jump to it. My grandmother used to say, oh, phew, like that all the time, right? And now it's forever ingrained in my head wow. every time I hear that song. I think of my grandma. doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's so weird because I've made that connection with it. And like my grandma was always obsessed about money. She was oh, big money, big money, like with people or whatever. She'd always say this. And like oh, just like this whole album connects me to it. Few with the cash. Few. Like, too much. Like, that's how... It just connects me to that. And I really like this album. Like, it is a good album. Yeah. Um, glorious, the end of the, the end of that album. Glorious, the song. <coughs> Fantastic. Listen to it. Listen, really, listen to it on. It's very good. A heaps of Hermitude. A couple of, couple of big Hermitude tracks. The buzz, yeah, obviously, is fucking... Everyone knows that, so... I just like that. Actually, like, the buzz most, is on my big playlist. This entire album... Besides the first song, but I'll has listen features. to that album. I'll give it a crack. But oh, it's good. It is a good album. And actually, be actually I think I've seen them live. I was just too fucked up to remember it. <laughs> Beyond the Valley. <laughs> so oh. I must. I mean, I'm sure it was a good set. <laughs> I just yeah. don't remember. So quickly, what's your rating of the album? The whole album. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, for the whole album, as one big start to finish, I reckon the album would. I want to say nine, but that's really high. I think I think you, it's an eight. No, no, I reckon you should give it a nine because the way you talk about this album, you know it quite intimately, and you you love it a lot. I, it wouldn't. There's, it, you know, I, I just assumed you were going to give it a nine. To be honest. Yeah, I I want to give it. I want to give it a nine because I like it so much. Yeah. But I think nine is not its fair average score for the songs that are on it. It's fair enough. You know what I mean? Like it's like in all fairness, eight is its average score. I'm gonna give it an eight as a as a whole score. What about yourself? That's a fair rating. Uh, I give it a seven. You know, I said before, like death deathcore is sort of a musically a relatively new venture for me. Like I mean it's still I've still been listening to it for a long time now, like maybe six or seven years despite having loved all heavy music for a long time before that, but you know, maybe some time ago I would have struggled. I, actually, you know what? I don't think I ever would have struggled to listen to this. I, ne- I never would have been like, this is too messy. This is weird. I probably would have just got into it from the from the rip. And that's why I said before that I think if, you know, you, you are into heavy music, but 
haven't taken a step into really because pre- really appreciating deathcore because I feel like that's what happens is a lot of people just look overlook it and that's why it's not as popular as most other genres of heavy music. But I think if you really give it a chance and this is a good place to do that, it, it's you you you'll find stuff in there that you just didn't realize you could. Yeah. It really changed my attitude towards. It's a no brainer. Music. It makes you appreciate deathcore more as a genre. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, this is good. I'm glad. This, I'm so glad I've been introduced to this album. I'll be listening to it a lot yeah. in the future, and I'll keep listening to it a lot. And I'm quite excited <laughs> for the two potential interviews or podcasts that we're going to record with with two or three maybe people. more members of different maybe, groups uh, that might come out at some point. I'm also very excited to do Owen's requested album for next podcast. There'll be another one. There'll be another mystery album. Music sounds better with you, (laughs) baby. Now that's a song. That is a song. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Episode number five, Awake in Providence, um, The Black Sun, The Blood Moon. Thank you guys for tuning in to this. We really do appreciate it. If you've listened this far, thank you. Congratulations. Send us a little Gmail to get this picture of the cat that we drew from last time. It's still here on my desk. The picture of the cat. There it is. There's our cat. cat. That BK Drew. We've signed. Um, I'm pretty sure Owen Owen signed it. Yeah, I signed it. Yeah, he signed it when he came over. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Uh, So what you can do is we're on YouTube. If uh, you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music as a podcast, uh, we are on Spotify and Apple Music as a podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you guys can contact us at hamboyspodcast.com pod at gmail.com which is h-a-m-b-o-y-s-p-o-d at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us you can also leave a youtube comment follow us on our instagram which is hamboys pod that's all the socials and that is all of our socials uh so far so far now if you guys do want to get in touch with us please do we do have a little bit of a interesting video that went up on our youtube the other day which Mm. we talk about how people listen to music and how people listen to music differently, um, which sort of opened up Owen and my eyes a little bit. We had a big conversation about it. So check that one out if yeah. you haven't yet. Um, really yeah. like people to watch that. Yeah. I understand we, people might not want to sit through a whole podcast video format and that's fine, but it would be really cool if it were like 11 minutes long or something. And it, it sure blew my mind. Mm. And so... Go and check it out, guys. It's really cool, actually, and we want to hear your guys' opinions, so jump on YouTube, check it out, leave us a comment, um, always like and subscribe if you guys can. We'd really appreciate that, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya.